From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. Go. You ever been dumped by a friend? What do you mean? Or have you ever felt like you were dumped by a friend? Like you've had, because you're a crew, right? Uh-huh. You're friends you've had forever. Since high school. Yeah. You ever had to dump a friend, though? You ever cut one of them out of your life? One guy... When I was in high school. Yeah? Yeah. How'd you do it? You I just... just stopped. It was a, I mean, it was a situation where he was trying to get me wrapped up in some, like, nonsense. Oh, I got you. And the police were involved. Oh, and at I that point, you. I was like, yeah. yo, okay. we're done. Yeah. His parents even, when I, is this when I was working at the They tried to get bay? you back together? His parents came <laughs> to see me at my job at the bay. Yeah. I was like, tell us what happened. Really? And I was like, and I told the truth. Yeah. And then you that snitched. was it. I didn't snitch. No? no. Oh, he was trying to get me. No. Anyway, no. it was just yeah. like it was all but, bad. So you dumped a friend, though. I had to you dump d- a friend. You, Shane, yes. you ever dumped a friend? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just super like like needy, like you oh. need, you know, always wanting to, you know, um, have me text them. Oh, it felt like a felt like a girlfriend. Really? Huh? It was and, really awkward. But, but, but did you what? have to have a conversation <laughs> with them, or you just like cold stop? So. I'm one that gives a lot of chances, right? And I mm. said, hey, like, sorry, I can't hang out this time around, you know? And, and almost there was, like, this expectation that I spent all of my free time with them. And anytime I didn't, it was, like, a whole issue. And I was like, I don't need these problems. Actually, so, in the past I just couple have one of years, more chance, Jim? <laughs> in the past couple of years, I did, I, I did dump someone. You did? I did. Yeah. I, and my... It wasn't like I had a conversation with them. Was by, like our by the way, uh, if you want to, if you want to text us, if you've ever uh, been dumped by a friend or you've ever dumped a friend, because I, I don't know, know these if you're, stories. I don't know if you're going down the road of like, did you have a conversation with them? Yeah, like a, how do you? Do, yeah, so because I didn't does, have because the, I want to know if it's similar to mm, like dumping a person. Because Shem sounded no. very much like dumping a significant other. Like it's, yeah. Shem breaking up with a friend sounded like dumping a girl. And we all no. know I know all about being dumped. Yes, oh, you wow. do, Sam. <laughs> I, I, yes, I didn't. Do. I didn't. Um, I never had a conversation. And maybe. And you know what? Maybe you just that's, ghosted. Yeah, yeah. There's one particular person. I still feel bad, and I actually reached out to him recently and was like, hey, we should get together this summer. Yeah. Um, because in that particular situation, I just felt like it was just negative energy all the time. All the time. Anytime we got together, and I was yeah. like, I don't need that, and I just cold stop. And he probably doesn't even know why. Right. And I did reach out to him, and I said, "Hey, we should get together." Right. We haven't gone real. How can yeah. you brought this up? Did it happen? No, to you? no, it didn't. No, I was just, I was just curious. Are you about breaking it. up with us? No, I'm not breaking <laughs> up with you. No. <laughs> kind of sounds like it. Yeah, like, like you want to like know no. all the stories, so then you can like figure out your strategy no, to say was, goodbye. No, I was just like, I was just sad. reading. No, I was just reading an article about uh, dumping friends and how they they were talking about how it's like sometimes as difficult. But I was like, there, it's, everything is about dumping somebody, but very few people talk about being dumped by a friend and i think that that's the part like i'm like does that like i guess it would sometimes maybe even hurt more than being dumped from by somebody you were dating right have you ever dumped a friend deepa 
Um, no, I mean, I've never dumped a friend, but there's friends from like elementary school, high school. We're just not as close, but we might drop a message every now and then. Yeah. Um, but no, you've I've never made the, you've never made the effort to like dump a friend. No, really? No, huh? I don't know if I can do that. One text yeah. that we got here, nine two five triple five. by the way. Here's the text that we got on the Raza Mocha text line. I was dumped because I got into a relationship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what? But maybe, I think maybe also we, like, I think that we may all have different views of, like, what you expect from a friend. Like, I expect very little from friends. Very little from friends. And I hope that they expect the same of me. <laughs> right? Like, like, and so I just, I have always just stayed away from any relationships where I felt in any way, like, obligated to sort of maintain. Like, I'm not the guy who maintains friendships. That's always up to the other party. Right? Another text we got here. Had to sit down a friend and basically tell them I don't vibe with them because of X, Y, Z. Don't got, vibe? How did yeah. you become friends, though? And like, it got emotional. The... Dumped a friend and a group. Reads that text. Dumped a whole group. An entire group. Wow. Um, let's yeah, see. because I'm not like, because Shem was talking about a needy friend. Like, I don't have needy people in my life. I don't have a needy friend in my in my life. Oh, because but because yeah. mainly because I'm not a giver. Mm. Oh, wow. right. Okay. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> hey, come on now. Don't uh, don't look me don't look me like that. You know, there are some <laughs> friends. I there are some people who I think. They feel friendship is you need to be talking to each other constantly every single day. And for me, I am not like that at all. If I hit you up once a month, once a week, and we can still be cool, then that's a friendship. But Um, don't don't feel that. I got to play this. We'll we'll come back and talk about this in a sec because I do want to read some more text. Let me read this one real quick. though. Uh, It was my best friend. Uh, Sorry. No. Hold on here. Um, Oh. My best friend dumped me because I had a really hard 12 months and I didn't reach out to her as much as oh. I normally would. My heart is broken. That comes to us from Nicole. Jeez, you're dumping friends? Because, like, that's she crazy. got dumped. No, that's she cra- got I know. Dumped. That's what I mean. Yeah. This poor girl. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. You ever been dumped by a friend? That's the uh, conversation we're having this morning. More, I didn't hear from you. You ever been dumped by a friend? Shockingly, because I have no friends, but we did dump a friend <laughs> wow, because... Oh, you dumped a friend. Oh, you dumped a friend. We both did. Who, Who who's you we? and Matthew? Oh, my, my husband and I. Yeah. Okay. Um, because anytime we ever hung out, we ended up paying for everything. Oh, and that's, then Matthew that's a good one. And Matthew once cornered her mm-hmm. at a concert because we paid for her concert ticket. And then before oh the show uh, started, he's like... Okay, can we go to the bank machine right now? I I really would like the two hundred dollars for my oh, ticket because right. I know that if you don't take the money out, we're never going to see it. Yeah. And then so she did, and then we uh, saw the concert and never spoke to her again because it all started. After- Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you got the money before the concert started? Yeah, because Matthew bought the tickets. That would have been yeah. so awkward to enjoy a show. After because that. afterwards she would have she would have bailed before the end of the show. We would uh-huh. never see the right. money. Yeah. And Confusing then the next time crowds. it would again. I'm going to the bathroom, yeah. can't find you. Oh my God. Because before that we stayed at a hotel with her and we paid for their stay. Right. <sighs> um, here's a couple of texts that we're getting. I dumped my buddy. I got him a job and he tried to get in with the girl I was hooking up with. No, see? Come on now. Oh, no. Come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on now. So, wow, you dumped a whole friend over that, huh? Um, Jeez. I dumped a, a, not a friend, but more so a kind of friend because he secretly had a second family. 
Oh, wow. Wait, what? Followed up by, my wife may have told me to. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. Oh, go ahead. Hi. Yeah, so my story is not only that I did get dumped by a friend, but my child also got dumped. So I got dumped by a mom friend. What? Oh, the double. Yeah. So. Oh, so you, yeah. so your kid had like a friend and then you were friends with that kid's mom and you both got dumped. Yes, we both got dumped. Oh, so we no. used to talk about our entire pregnancy um, and we were really close. Like she would send me pictures when she gave birth because she gave birth before me and then me too. And we were really excited to like go through pregnancy together. And then we hung out once. Um, and I actually went out of my way and went all the way to her place and like bought her child a gift and everything. And I don't know what happened. Like we talked about making other plans and then she never spoke to me again. Oh, like man. not once. <laughs> and um, I had no idea. And on social media, she's hanging out with other mom friends. Oh, and oh. So it really hurt, but I kind of got over it. Yeah. Did you ever reach out to her to find out what happened, or you just like don't want to go down that road? I don't want to go down that road because I just felt like, well, clearly it wasn't a situation of like, you know, I'm so busy or I don't have time because she's clearly doing other things with other mom friends and like posting about it. So I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just Or, or it's your kid. Yeah. There could be a chance that maybe she thought that her kid wasn't vibing with your kid. I, I don't know. My child is three months old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's you. It's you. It's, it's you. you. Yeah, oh, it's no. you. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got to tell you guys, Roz and Mocha text lines are blowing up. Um, have you ever been dumped by a friend? That's the question. And uh, have you ever dumped a friend? I've cut people out of my life before. Had to. Did you tell them? Like, did you talk one to them? Of the, one of them I did, yeah. One mm-hmm. of them I did. The other one I just sort of let it slowly die. The other mm. two, three, uh, I just let them sort of slowly die off. But one person I, I made the, the conscious effort. Just because just because somebody was you know great in your life at one point doesn't mean they're great in your life or for your life at another point in your life. Did they try to convince you to keep them as a friend? No. Oh, at all? No. Oh. No, no, I know. I made it pretty provided, clear. You don't sit them evidence. down in a boardroom and say, "Okay, t- give me five reasons bo- why we should a still be boardroom." Uh, yeah, like I brought him to work. It's like bring. It's like bring my ex friend to work day. <laughs> I sat him down. I got the dry erase marker, PowerPoint um, presentation. Yeah, all that stuff. We're getting a, a bunch of texts. A lot of these are saying people were uh, dumped by a friend because they ended up getting into a relationship yeah. with someone and stopped hanging out with that other friend. Right, yeah. and then they were at that point. That's dumped. interesting. I never thought that that would be like the number one reason, but I guess it is. It's like it's it's you know they're sort of you occupied space in someone's life where you were the person in somebody's life where when they had good news or bad news, you were the first person they called. You occupied the space in somebody's life that you were the one that they trusted. You were the one that they told secrets to, and as soon as they get into a relationship, you are no longer that person. And then you're like, well, what purpose do I serve in your world then? And then jealousy kicks in, right? Like you're you're no longer somebody's you know somebody's person uh before we go to the phones let me read a couple of texts i got uh, friend dumped because i got upset that i wasn't invited to a good friend's gender reveal she <laughs> said for god's sake 
She said <laughs> it was family only. Then I saw pics with other mutual friends oh, online. Oh, cool. no. Cool. Another text reads, cool. I dumped a friend from high school because every time he gets new friends, he treated his old friends like they don't exist until the new friends don't work out. Just got sick and tired of it. Can't lie anymore. Remember back in the day, you'd like uh, have a party. You just didn't want that one person there. And you'd be like, no, nah, man, it's going to be like super small, like no big deal. Like mm. just like family and everything else. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. You can't do that anymore. It's all over stories and everything, right? Reels. Um, before we get to the phones, one more here. I had to dump a friend because I was listed in her contacts as free food. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That sounds good to me. 416-870-8888. Hi, good morning, guys. Hello. What's your name? My name is Melissa. Melissa. Melissa, did you uh, dump a friend or you got dumped? I am currently in the process of dumping a friend. Oh, wow. Why, 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 why? why? We have been friends for over 16 years. Um, We are both from the same country. One, one, six or six, zero? One, six. Oh, 16 years. Okay, so what happened? Yes. So um, we're both from the same country. We moved to Canada. Well, I got here, and then I, I gave her the opportunity to come as well. And um, since I've, we've known each other, if if I like somebody, she will pretty much put herself in the position. So I'm this kind of person. If I think my friend likes somebody, I'll take myself out of it, no matter how much I like them. I won't even think about it. So she's been doing it for a while, and most of the time it's guys that I'm not into, so I was like, yeah, whatever. But this time, I've been single since 2016, and there's this one guy, and we hit it off, and he's not a 10, but it's something that I can work with. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I didn't really tell her about it. I was trying to keep it on the dongle until it's solid. And um, I guess she picked up on it because he was really nice to me. And she went and she blurred out. I guess she couldn't, I didn't tell her, so she couldn't bring it to me. But she went to a friend of the guy and said, like, um, she's not really into him, I guess. It's just <gasps> because um, he's been nice and she'll be taking advantage of it. And <gasps> I didn't ask her because I know she's going to deny it, but she's done it so many times before. And I let it go because I wasn't interested in the guy. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's time to let it go. Like, I've I've cut off families for her. Like we so, would, that's how I had her in my life. So does she sabotage your relationships because she's into the guys, or because she doesn't want you to be happy? Do you think? I think there's a little bit of jealousy and insecure. Um, um, yeah. where we're from, we some, I'm kind of curvy and she's not that kind of. Oh yeah. no! But I, I've she never put it that way ten. to make her feel that way. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, listen, that happens. You got to get that girl. woman out of your life. Woo. Yeah, so I've been like cold out, not answering for like three weeks, which never happened. We speak yeah. like twice a day or three times a day. And I just think it's time I have to let it go. This one hurts. Totally agree. I was really interested. Also, by the way, not a 10, but something I can work with. I will be saying oh, that you. for the rest of my life. Hey! You just, you, 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 <laughs> I can work with it. I can it. But I can work with that. <laughs> Thank you for the call. <laughs> No problem. Bye, love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yeah. We're going to get to the phones in one sec. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Uh, the uh, response that we're getting is wonderful. Thank you, by the way, for all of your texts at 925-555 and uh, your calls, which we'll get to in a second, at 416-870-8888. Yeah, we were talking about have you ever been dumped by a friend or have you ever had to dump a friend? And the reasoning behind this is really quite stunning. Uh, Ma- Maury brought up a reason earlier that I was like, God, that makes a lot of sense. And he was in a relationship where he and Matthew had to dump somebody who was their friend because they were the friends that just wound up paying for everything. Everything. Not offered to pay for everything, but just wound up paying for and everything. Then I, I was dumped as a friend when my best friend growing up, when I came out and told them I was gay. So you got dumped for being gay. I got dumped for, I got dumped for being gay. Yeah. And then you he dumped said, somebody. said, get out of the car. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just, you, we you, were at the second cup. Yeah. And what you told them? And we were in the car about to go in and have hot chocolate. And I'm like, I have something to tell you. Yeah. We were on, listening to his Buju Banton CD. So wait a second. You were in a friend. You were in a you were in a, in a in a friend's car listening to Buju Banton, about to go in and have a, enjoy a hot chocolate together. And then you came out, and he was shocked. And he was shocked. Wow, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, wow. A lot of texts that we're getting at nine two five triple five are people who've said that. Um, friends for like a really really long time yeah. like college uni- like high school college university days right yeah. then they were dumped because they ended up getting married having kids yeah. and they don't live that life that their friends are still in like going right. out drinking getting well, hammered partying like that anymore, and, right? part, and part of a reason i'm sure that people dump friends <clears throat> when they hook up with somebody new is not necessarily because they don't have room for that friend in their life anymore, but a lot of people try and erase some of their past Sure, when they're about to get married or everything else, and they cut the people out that carry those stories. And they cut the people out that sort of know what went down. And it's better for your future to not have that person in your life. My best friend was my maid of honor at my wedding. Reads one another text here. Then we talked for maybe once uh, every month or so. I went on Instagram and saw she got engaged. And then I saw her wedding pictures a few days ago. I think she dumped me. What? Oh! Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. That's cold. Another wedding one here. My best friend. um, I dumped my best friend of 20 years because he did not come to my wedding. He was my best man. I told him he could not bring his wife due to her and my wife not getting along. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah, oh. man. Yeah, no, he's done. Yeah, you're done. 416 Go ahead. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that I dumped a friend uh, because we were university friends, and then uh, we were trying to link up after, I don't know, a couple of years, and a few times he dodged me, and then this one time we were supposed to link up. Um, I told him, okay, you know, I'll, I'll cook up some steaks. We'll do the whole nine. And then he messaged like 20 minutes before he was supposed to reach that, hey, his brother-in-law's mom passed away and that he had to deal with an issue. And, okay, at that point, I was like, all right, my condolences, deal with what you got to deal with. And while I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait a minute. I have his brother-in-law on Facebook, and I remember seeing two months, three months prior that his mom had died. So I went on Facebook, and I scrolled through the post, and it was, he basically made up a lie saying that his brother-in-law's mother had died when it wasn't true. And after that, I was like, you know what? There's no point in hanging out with you. No, man. <laughs> Wait, but did you, like, confront this friend to say, like, I know you're lying. What's the real reason you didn't want to come hang out and have steaks? Yeah, I, you know what I did? I took a screenshot and I sent it. I go, dude, if, if you didn't want to hang out and you didn't want to do anything, 
you didn't have to say that somebody had died who died like a few months prior. And <laughs> you didn't have to didn't say respond. somebody died again. Yeah. yeah. He, he, did, he didn't respond right away. And then I, I kept on persisting and I, I kept on messaging him and saying, dude, what was the real reason? What was the real reason? And then he finally just came clean. He goes, dude, you know, I, I guess he has a substance abuse issue. Oh, and okay. he, was just, he was going through some issues. So I, I felt bad on that end. But at the same time, like, you don't lie about somebody dying. I'm sorry. Maybe he and lied about I, the substance abuse issue. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, did you check Facebook? Um, uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, cut him off Facebook. But I did reach out to him a few few months after that saying, yeah. you know, we're good university friends. And it really sucks how you, how you lied. And his response was, I know. I, I apologize. But it kind of just fizzled away after that. That wow. was the end. I thought I thought you were gonna be like, "Yeah, now we're friends again. Yeah, Everything's great." Yeah. No, <laughs> I, yeah, I felt tough. bad for him, but after that, it, it was what it is. He he fully lied about somebody dying, so I think that that put the nail in the coffin. Don't pun intended, right? <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. today house of the dragon episode one debuted last night did you watch it Ross? well here's my, this is why i need this today i need uh maury damn it maury and his husband damn it matthew they were tasked with doing a full recap of episode one of house of the dragon oh one hour and 10 minutes and it. uh and then <laughs> we'll get another one next monday and then next monday and next monday We'll do the whole season. Um, But I had every intention of watching just so when I heard Maury's recap, if he had any questions, Mm -hmm. I would be able to sort of jump in, having watched all of Game of Thrones. But you know me with Game of Thrones. I don't understand a single thing that ever happens in Game of Thrones. And I sat down last night ready to uh, get it on. Mm. Ten minutes into House of the Dragon, I'm sound asleep. No. So (laughs) I need this recap. I need this recap like so much today because I'm not going to have time to catch up. So, spoiler alert, if there can ever be spoiler alerts no. for House of the Dragon, when it's Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew giving the description. Did you watch the show last night, Deepa? Uh, no, I actually have a question for Maury. The reason I can't watch Game of Thrones is because of the nudity. Like, too many naked people. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Too many sex scenes. So, Maury... How was episode one okay? Like, is it safe for me to watch or is it not safe? You'll keep listening and we talk about that. Oh, yeah, no. I'm guessing a hard no, Deepa. Oh, no. Hard no. The House of the Demets and the recap (laughs) of the House of the Dragon. Well, that was a lot to take in. That was. That was a lot. Well, what were some of the takeaways? What do you remember? The princess wanted cake, and I didn't blame her. I wanted cake, too. That's all <laughs> I wanted to do was lie there comfortable eating cake. Okay, but let's recap. So at the very beginning, so they're trying to find a replacement for the king 
for the village of the Calgarians. But why if he's still alive? Is it because he has that <laughs> wound in his back? I think there was a wound in his back, and so, so they now they're dying. trying to find the heir. Who's going to take over for him? And you have to have a Calgarian to do it. <laughs> and it was supposed to be they wanted... Everybody was thinking, well, it's got to be Damon. It's got to be Prince Damon. I don't but know anybody's names. Damon's the guy. Don't you remember? So, and then like later... Lord, Lord, so many lords. And don't forget, later we found out that... Uh, no, and then Damon set all of the village folk against each other. Remember they cut off the guy's ass? <laughs> I don't know. Was it the ass or no? But but we saw his ass. So they cut an ass cheek. Yeah, my lord. Oh, and then don't forget the Queen Emma was having a baby. Right, and then she had to have a C-section. It looks like, but I think in those times you couldn't have a C-section and live, so it was automatically known that she they were going to kill her to keep the baby. But then the baby didn't survive, anyways. So they both died. Yeah, and I don't get these dragons. It's like a normal, you know, family story here with, like, the lords and the different <laughs> things and the kings and the princesses. But then these dragons come out of nowhere. Like, well, I that's don't their get pets. The that's their pets. And then the dragon, as, I guess, a symbol for the dead, because it was the queen, Queen Emma's dragon, and he blew fire onto the grave, and that's the, I guess, the, you know, like, to he burned to them. disintegrate them. And then... Because they were at the, um, I guess, the Olympic Games or something like that. And they were told that the queen died. Mm -hmm. But then we found out that Prince Damon was at an orgy. But he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Some people like to watch. I guess. I mean, you know what this reminds me of? Um, Minus the dragons, though. Um, It reminds me of, like, Queen Elizabeth in England when she became queen at such a young age. This is like the princess becoming queen at such a young age. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like mimicking that story minus the dragons what do you think is going to happen next in episode two what are your predictions that was so confusing i don't know this is sci-fi this stuff is just not for me sci-fi okay are you excited for episode two and another review from us we're not watching this every week yes every sunday i'm not doing that no (laughs) i am way too busy to be watching house of dragon it'll be fine i don't like this series it's not for me i'm not into (laughs) anything against it it's great cinematography and like costuming and acting and everything it's just not for me all right so i look forward to watching this with you again next week i don't (laughs) when you said the dragon breathed fire on her um to disintegrate her did you mean cremate Hey, yeah, I guess that's what... Yeah, because yeah, when people die, they don't usually put in their wills, I would like to be disintegrated. <laughs> uh. Roz and Mocha. Reloaded. On KISS 92.5. The very best of the Roz and Mocha show. Man, a lot of people watched that House of Dragon. It wasn't just the Dammits on Sunday night. How many people? Did the numbers come in? Yeah, 10 million people. Oh, yeah. It was, that H- it was HBO's highest, uh, highest rated show since the finale of Game of Thrones, which I think got like 19.3 million. Uh, but it was the highest debut for a Game of it Thrones. It crashed the app. Yeah, did it really? The HBO Max I think app. it was like There's right a, before the Somebody US. sent me this cool video where it was somebody on a street and they were <laughs> shooting an apartment. Uh-huh. And it was it was like nine o'clock, like when Game of Thrones was on or whatever it was. And they were shooting the apartment from the outside of the building. And you see the windows and all the lights in every apartment in this entire building are flickering the exact same because everybody in that building was watching uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah. It was really cool. Incredible. Because everything now is streaming, right? Like we haven't had one of these shows that is a, you know, Sunday night at 10. Uh-huh. Like, we haven't had well, one of those in a very long time. Apparently on HBO Max, you can get the first six episodes. 
Oh, really? Oh, but but no, real. but it dropped yeah. at nine o'clock though, right? It dropped at That's the same. Right. Yeah, it dropped at the same. So time. everyone like anticipated. Yeah, and just watch at the same time. Yeah, and I sort of miss that. And I think that I, I was reading something yesterday where, where a bunch of streamers are going towards that now. They're gonna they're gonna go towards that sort of model of um, they're gonna phase out binging. Oh, really? Yeah, they're gonna they're yeah. gonna they're gonna phase slowly phase out uh, dropping all episodes of everything. And Netflix has already started to do it by splitting their big shows, mm-hmm. right? So, like what they did with Stranger Things, where they held off to the last two episodes. But when you think about it, it was the the one that sort of everybody loved streaming. Everybody loved binging. Like binging was like the thing. Like you just spend your weekend binging, right? Yeah. And that was the sort of model for to get like a lot of buzz and get everybody talking about it. But do you remember when Mandalorian came out and it was the first show in a long time to be a big show that you couldn't binge? And the first couple episodes were frustrating as hell because you're like, ugh, I just want to watch. Sure. But what they got out of that was that show and Baby Yoda trended every single week mm-hmm. for like two months as opposed to just trending for one crazy weekend when everybody's binging it, right? And now you have all the shows or a lot of the shows on Disney, on Apple, are releasing episodes once a week, Yeah, right? And then now, like, with Dancing with the Stars streaming exclusively on Disney, they're going to do that on Disney Day, which is, I think, like, September 8th or something. They're going to release the first episode, and that's going to be, like, a weekly thing only. Right. See, I just started watching the final season of Better Call Saul. Because oh, I wanted okay. to wait till it was done. Sure. Because I didn't want to wait week to like I want to watch it. Like I wanted to sort of binge Better Call Saul, which yeah. is a show that you doesn't you don't have the option to binge. Uh-huh. But my problem with and I've we talked about this is that when I watched Breaking Bad, I was late to Breaking Bad. I came mm-hmm. in at like season three or four or something like that in Breaking Bad, and I had DVDs. And I watched them all back to back in in DVD, and then the final season I started watching Breaking Bad, and I'm like, "There's commercials, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I can't deal. That's one thing I can't deal with, right? So I can't deal with that. So I just started watching There's no Better commercials Call for uh, the House of the Dragon. No, it's HBO, but I know, uh, so it's like an hour, full hour and ten minutes. It's a long no commercials. show, hour ten. Like you kind of need the commercials to go pee and refill your iced tea. Well, that's what you pause but for, it's man. Streaming, so you're in control. Yeah. I guess. What do you mean you guess? <laughs> no, but I'm so used to commercials and like, oh, I can get up now. What do you? Who? What shows do you watch that have commercials? Queer oh, as folk. You, yeah, you still do watch Amazing Race Canada. Right, right, all that stuff. Yeah, but see, how many I people don't. tuned in? Ten million. That's for House 10 of the Dragon. Million House of wow. the Dragon. Yeah, Incredible. ten million people. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. And just calling to wish my lovely wife, Gloria, who's sitting beside me here, a happy 30th anniversary. Couldn't be happier as we do the quintessential Canadian thing and are heading to Niagara Falls for the day. Hey, what do you guys got going on in Niagara? Uh, just spending the day, nice romantic, you know, like the honeymoon suite kind of thing. And I'm going to be so- honest with you. You sort, of sound, you sort of sound like you're full of crap right now. She is. She's right here. No, but like you sound like you screwed up and you're trying to make good on something. Nah, it's all good. It's been a great 30 years and 30 plus more to come. You know what I mean? Doesn't he sort of sound like Like it was crap? like a last minute, nah, last minute plan? I don't know. No, it just, I don't know. You sound, I don't know. There's something fishy about the way you're telling this story. Oh. Gloria, does he, does your husband always sound this dishonest? Oh, wow. <laughs> he likes to play the game, yes. Oh yeah! So you don't you don't there believe you any go. you don't believe any of this uh, part of this plan at all? Well, he tries to sound romantic for others, but you know. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Like uh. it sounds like he's fronting. Like he's he's like he called up to be like you know I'm gonna I'm a Casanova, 
but I don't I don't get the sense that he's like that. Well, I think he's he's trying to go for brownie points. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's okay. what it sounds like. This sounds so like a brownie like, point call. Like, like once a year, Gloria? If I'm lucky. Oh, no. This is right under the rear wheel to the bus. Yeah, this is why he always talks to the wife. Okay, so. so uh, okay, so prior, <laughs> prior to this anniversary uh, celebration that you guys are taking in Niagara, Gloria, what was the last romantic thing your husband's done for you? I have to be honest. He has been very good. Um, I took her to Rome, and we had blessings from the priest for our 25th anniversary at the Vatican. How's that? See, even still, that sounds like you're fronting. Like, and, and I don't. I'm not saying no, it didn't. I'm not man, saying it didn't happen. True. No, no, no. It's I'm the, not. No, bro, 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 bro. I'm not saying it didn't happen, right? But like, okay. I'm always weary of the sort of. The, the grand gesture. And, and not that I, I'm uh, against grand gestures. I do really, really love grand gestures, right? But, like, that kind of thing, like, I want to know, like, not the... Let me talk to Gloria. Aside from, like, the big, giant go to priest and find... Or go to Rome and find a priest and all this stuff, what are the romantic things that happen on a day-to-day basis? I'm, I'm stumped. Yeah, <laughs> because, because the guys who do... Can I turn around I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The guys who do... The guys who do the, 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 the Niagara Falls and the, the Vatican and the priests and everything else, I feel that you're compensating for the lack of romance every other day of the year. That this is like a make good for all the times you're not romantic. No, he has come home with flowers and stuff like that, but he is the type that go big or go home. Right. Okay, so what's the plan for Niagara Falls? What's the suite like? Well, there's that beautiful, the, the new Hilton there. Okay. That's the Crossroad Casino where I am, right, right at the bridge. Oh, right. nice. We stayed, yeah. there, we stayed there a few times then. You know, maybe go check it out from the American side because it's just too easy to always stay on the horseshoe side of the falls. You know right. what I mean? So, but what's the but what's the plan? Plan like what's the you guys get to the room and what? Like you got stuff set up? Man. Yeah, we're walking in, of course. <laughs> and have you ever have you ever been to their restaurant at the top there overlooking the falls? They have a beautiful five course meal. You need to go. Okay, fronting again. What's going on in the what? Like what do you got set up in the room? Maybe man? he has a surprise I, and he doesn't I, want to ruin I, it I, right I, now. I can't. Thank you very much. I can't default. Whatever. We'll just say spoiler alert. No, you can't. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, it doesn't? In this case, it doesn't work that way for I anniversary think, surprises? I think you planned a wonderful <laughs> anniversary celebration. You guys, uh, 30 years is incredible. Congratulations yes, on 30 congratulations years. on that. Thank Have you, a thank wonderful you. time. Don't be discouraged. And... Uh, <laughs> And keep the surprises coming, okay? Uh, I, have, I have one last question. Oh, I have one last question go. for Gloria. Gloria, you've been married 30 years now. For, congratulations, right? Yeah. We've established my, that. My, yeah. my question to you, Gloria, Gloria, is out of those 30 years, how many of them have been happy? Oh, man. 30. <laughs> no, 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 no. You stop. <laughs> uh, you guys are the best, all right? You're the best. Thanks, Thank man. you so much for sharing uh, your story with happy us. Have a wonderful day and a happy anniversary. Thank you. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Tommy Lee explained his um, uh, wiener pick. We were on vacation when Tommy Lee dropped this on Instagram. So Tommy, Tommy Lee posted like a full frontal picture of himself. You're allowed to do that on Instagram? No, you're not. And the, oh. and the thing was is that I don't know what was going on with the algorithm or the people at Instagram or whatever yeah. it was. Um, but it was up for five hours. <gasps> no. Oh, no. 
Oh, yeah. I'm glad did I you didn't see, see it? That. No, you didn't see it. Did you see? Uh-uh. You didn't see it, Deepa? Not no. that you. Not that you ever would. But it just no. like it popped up. Like any time, it was one of the those, photo popped up. The it, yes, the photo, <laughs> the photo popped up. Shut up. That's that's a good one, actually. That's solid. Okay. okay. No, because the the problem was that I woke up super super early that morning and it was still up, right? And the photo. The, 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 the photo. <laughs> Did you go to the hospital? Hold on. <laughs> what did you eat the night before? You need, you need medical attention. <laughs> you guys. Hey. Okay, I don't. Okay. Anyway, so when I when I woke up in the morning, yeah. uh-huh. okay, choose your words wisely. It hadn't gone down yet, uh-huh. okay. been taken down yet, uh, and it was up there for five hours. And, <laughs> but the problem is, is that Instagram has those sort of like rules and everything else where you mm-hmm. can't put that up. But Twitter's a dumpster fire. You can put anything sure. you want on Twitter, and it was one of those things where everybody who had a hashtag that they needed trending would use it with that picture. So early that next morning, it didn't matter what you looked up, what hashtag you looked up. It had a picture of naked Tommy Lee, Uh right? In sort of like all of his glory. You didn't see the picture at all? I didn't, I swear. Look it up right now. Maury, send it to, to, I know you have it. Um, (laughs) Send it to, uh, send it it to Mocha (laughs) for me. Uh, anyway, so this is Tommy Lee explaining what happened because the, sti- the 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 speculation was that because he has been clean and sober for years, mm-hmm. that they're on tour and everything else, and that he fell off the wagon and was just posting all this crazy oh. stuff. Uh, so people were worried because we, I know that his wife at the time, uh, his wife had also posted something about living with somebody who has addiction issues. And so this is Tommy Lee on stage explaining what happened. A couple weeks ago, we had like a two-week break, and I went on a bender, bro. Hey, bent. Okay. Yeah, okay. Naked and posted pictures of my. <laughs> 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 Tonight it's equal opportunity night. Tonight, I want to see everyone's. <laughs> 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 what? 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 Yeah. Right? Like, I would do that to one of my friends. Yeah, no, I did not see this you know, picture. You know what I mean? Oh, did you see it now? Is it blurred or is it the full thing, Mocha? Huh? Is it blurred? Oh, jeez. You Mocha, can't put that on the, on the Zoom? Doing? Stop! Mocha! You can't, you can't put that on the Zoom, man. I, I'm not No, looking. don't look at that. Stop. No, Deepa, put don't look. Away. Deepa, don't look. I, like... Deepa, don't look. Close I'm not your, looking. Okay. I'm... Deepa, I'm like you're on my Zoom right now, Deepa. I'm covering your eyes, and that doesn't even help at all. <laughs> like, Stop thank you, it. thank you, thank you. Anyway, no, so that that was the reason for that. I'll text you right now. Is that uh, is that he went on a he fell off the wagon and went on a bender, and uh, I guess that's what you get when you're Tommy Lee and you go on a bender and fall off the wagon. Uh, da, 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 da. There was something else I wanted to do here. Oh, House of Dragon um, slayed the ratings on the weekend. Ten million people tuned in to watch Ooh. that on uh, on HBO. Wow. Uh, the finale, if you remember, of um, what was that show called? What was the other one called? Game of Thrones. Thank you. <laughs> How did I'm you so, forget that? Because I'm, I'm so distracted <laughs> right now. <Deepa. laughs> I'm like you right now. I'm like I'm like. 
Embarrassed. Yeah, frazzled. Yeah. No, stop it, Mocha. Mocha. Stop, man. You can't do that. Uh, 19.3. Oh, God. You, the woman's snorting. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, you I'm can't scarred. Do, you can't do that. Uh, 19.3 million people um, watched not that, but Game of Thrones. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can you guys believe that Shazam has been in our lives for 20 years? Shazam has been what? in our lives There's for no longer way. than 20 years. No, Shazam has been around for exactly 20 years. Shazam. Shazam. Because Shazam just celebrated its 20th birthday, its 20th anniversary. Hold on, no. Shazam was around when I was a kid. No, it wasn't. You're thinking of Napster. Are you thinking of the Shaq movie, Kazam? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? about? Do you know Shazam, the app that you use when (laughs) you... No, I thought you were talking about the comic book character. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Roz, you're so old. It's a movie. It's a big DC movie. Yeah, but how do you not know what Shazam What's is Shazam? living in its day and age? Like, What's Shazam? Do you... do you know Shazam, the music app? Oh, yeah, of course. I know that. <laughs> okay, there I, I use that all you the go. Time. I use that all the time. <laughs> you don't, you liar. I do. I do. I Show use me it the app on your phone right now. Right there. Uh, I, it's prime real estate on my phone. Look, right here. Second page. Right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Look yeah. at that. Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know? There's a TV show phone. beat Shazam. What's that? There's even a TV show beats Shazam. Yeah. Okay, so now I know what Shazam you're speaking of. Right. Okay. So Shazam, which, by the way, oh, if you so don't stressed know. out. <laughs> Explain it to alternate Roz, who doesn't know what Shazam is. Yeah. If you hear a song, whether it's watching a television show, you're listening to the radio, whatever, and you need to know artist, song title, yeah. you open up Shazam, press a button, hold it to the speaker, let it hear the audio after a couple of seconds, it'll yes. pop up and give you the results. Can you Here's sing into it? Uh, Does it I work believe, if you sing? I believe now you can. Well, I mean, Google, you can do the same thing with Google now, yeah. right? And on, I believe Siri, you could sing and it'll pick up the tune really? and give you the song. Yeah. Man. So they started releasing all these stats. You cannot sing into Shazam. Oh, you can't sing into Shazam. I thought that the, you could. That's too Didn't bad. they release that like a few years ago? You can start singing like a couple of notes, and then it'll pick it up. Or maybe that was Google. That you picked Google, up that Google tech. Assist Hum Search. Hum Search. Oh, hum search. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. That that does that it does. Listen. I'm just reading every what's now and then. Every now. Okay. Every now and then. Right. Like two words that are not dirty individually uh-huh. and sh- and aren't really even dirty when you put them together. Yeah. But when you put two words together, every now and then those two words sound filthy together. Hum search <laughs> is in that world. Okay. Of course it was that shouldn't it up. be. Shouldn't be, but it is. Okay, go ahead. So, because it is hum, um, <laughs> Shazam's 20th birthday, yes. they started releasing stats, okay. right? And across the board, the one artist that has 350 million Shazams okay. is yeah. Drake. Yeah. And the one That's song... That Drake has, that is his most Shazam song, yeah. is One Dance with 17 million Shazams. That's why I need a one dance. This is one of those songs, though, to me, that you don't need to Shazam it. You could take a guess at what the name of this song is. Isn't it a bad thing if you have a high Shazam? No, I assume all these came in 
when the song first came out, maybe it wasn't as popular. Oh, it's not right? this year. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. oh I gotcha, like gotcha, 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 gotcha. Going back okay. through the archives, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so back when Shazam first launched, one thing that I didn't know that I learned in this article is that in order to figure out what the song was, you actually had to text Shazam. You had to text 2850, right? And really? then you would really? hold your phone up to the speaker, yeah. right? Play it, and then you'd get a bounce back, a text back saying, here's the song, here's the artist. What, someone's on the other end finding it for you? I guess the AI, the tech, figured, really? figured it out. Yeah. And back then, the most Shazam song at the time, yeah. when you had the text 2580, <laughs> right. was Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Does that make me crazy? See, again, like you could take a guess at what this song was. <laughs> It's the only lyric in this song. Uh, the first song to ever be Shazam, and yeah. I've never heard of this before because it's a song from the 70s. Maybe you know it, Raj. Shut up. But a group called T-Rex. Yeah. And the Bang song is called Jeepster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first song ever to... Re- that was uh, the first? This is the first song really, ever huh? Shazammed. Uh, the first song to reach a thousand Shazams mm-hmm. is Cleaning Out My Closet from Eminem. <laughs> That's a good song. Make you cry. Uh, the God, first re- song don't even remember that song. to hit a million Shazams. Yeah. Really? Kesha? TikTok, yeah. The first song to reach 10 million Shazams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was this guy's name? Gautier. Gautier. Did he only ever have this one track? He had a couple more, but like this was like... This was it, The though. biggest for Yeah, him. this was it, right? Um, The most Shazam song ever mm-hmm. in its 20-year history. Yeah. The most Shazam song. What genre? What genre? Pop. Pop. Okay, go ahead. 41 million Shazams Yeah Goes to this Dance Monkey, Tones and I Really? Yeah. 41 million Shazams Really? You know why? Why? Because I was like This song, like Everybody knows this, right? Yeah But I don't think in this song they don't say dance monkey. Yes, they do. Do they? Yes, yes they but do. it's not yeah. like repeated the way the like this. She goes part. dance monkey dance. No, she says dance, dance for, for me. me. Listen. Keep playing. I'm oh. sure she does. Right. So that's why this song was Shazam so much because they don't actually say dance monkey. Right. This is what I'm saying. Right. Like the Drake song. Right. He says it. He says it quite a bit. C- crazy. Charles Barkley. It's the only word the guy says in the song. Yeah. This one I understand Shazamming this. Right? So they don't actually say... They don't actually say Dance Monkey ever in the song. No. no thank you. No. So Shazam celebrating their uh, 20th birthday, their 20th anniversary. They said that Drake is their most uh, Shazam artist. 350 million Jesus. Shazams. And uh, his song One Dance for Drake is his most Shazam song, 17 million. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, when you get like a little fan reaction and... Lots of love and people telling you you're awesome. When it turns, it hurts. And Maury has gone through this now for the last like couple of years where 
he has tapped into these fans from the after movie franchises, right? Is that what they're called? The after movie franchises, Mark? Yes, right. Yeah. And how many of them have there been now? This will be the fourth. Okay. And, and then last night they announced, surprisingly, a fifth. Okay. So Maury always interviews the cast of these movies. Mm-hmm. And I have never come across one of these movies in my life. I've never heard of these movies. But it's it's one of these things where they have this fan base that is wild. Mm-hmm. Like wild for these movies and wild for the stars of these movies. And anytime Damon Maury does an interview... Goes viral instantly. They go bonkers. Yeah. They go bonkers. And everybody looks forward to Maury's interviews. So historically, Maury, your interviews have been with who? I always talk to Hero and Josephine, uh, the other co-star, Josephine. Okay, so Hero. And they're the two main stars of the movies, That's right. right Harden okay. and Tessa. Okay, so Hero and Joe. That's what Maury always does. And he always plays his game like before and after. It's cute, right? It's cute. Sure. So the new one comes out. Maury tweets, um, you've all been asking for it. The wait is over. Damn it, Maury chats with Hero for the new film, After Ever Happy. And then people watched the video. Mm -hmm. And the reaction from fans was because there was no Josephine. It was just Maury talking to Hero. The girl wasn't there. So now they hate you because you didn't talk to Josephine? Like she logged into the Zoom and I sent her away. Okay. Yeah, like it was Maury's fault. Like he (laughs) said no. So let me read you some of these. My heart is utterly broken. Maury, this is tradition before or after. This is not the same without Joe being there. This sucks. So sad to see Joe not there for the beginning of the game. It was tradition. and Because if you remember, Maury said, uh, you've all been asking for it. My favorite comment was, who asked for this? We asked for Josephine and Hero, not just Hero. This is injustice. Wow. Beyond disappointed. Where is Joe? Literally, no one asked for this. We asked for Joe and Hero. I could go, I could spend all morning reading these. No one asked for They turned on Maury. No. Right, they turned on Maury, and as you'll hear, because in the in I guess what Maury had released, you guys don't even acknowledge that Joe isn't there, right? But I mean, if somebody's not there, why are you going to be like, "Hey, so and so is not here"? It's obvious. No, but you know, the fans are like crazy for for, for the duo, right? Yeah, Anytime sure. you interview, but at least yeah. they got this. Yeah, oh, I'm listen. Boy. I'm so pissed. I can't do this anymore. Reads another comment. <laughs> what an injustice! <laughs> uh, Damn, Maury talking to hero, just hero for the new after movie. Oh, yes. When a hero comes along. (laughs) Dude, do you look at this as just a movie job? Um, No, this will always be more than just a movie, man. This will always be my first lead role. It's not just one, it's four. It's not just a movie. It's like a... The fan base is like a family. Like, we've got fans all over the world who have become best friends because of this. People who have overcome, you know, real, real issues. And they say they put it down to... The kind of inspiration after's given them. I feel like there's a, a bunch of amazing women in America who've raised over like four thousand for a charity that I showed a lot of interest in. So man, this is so much more than a movie. Always will be. So were the comments, your comments blowing up then, Maury? Like they Oh DMs never everything had before, yeah. Oh, like it's 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 bonkers. Damn, so- what a waste. F you, Maury. Oh no! Yeah, we wanted we wanted Hero and Joe. Yeah, yeah. Like it was Maury's fault. Like it was it was as if Maury said no to like Joe. Like I need to issue an apology. Yeah. So what happened then? Because you play the before or after game, which you've played with Hero and Joe in the past. Yeah, he, right? it's just now. So he's now it's just now it's just the two of you, just you and Hero. But like, was the fan reaction to that portion of the video 
just as oh, much crazy. anger. So all the fans have seen so far was a tease. Yeah. Nobody will see the full thing until right now. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Here we oh go. no. For the last four movies, you and I have played what has become everyone's favorite <laughs> game, before or after. Do you kiss before or after the second date? Um... It definitely depends, but I think generally before, maybe a little peck at the end of the first date makes sense to me, I think. Yes. Do you do the fruits and veggies section at the grocery store before or after the meats? Before. I like to let the pressure make me decide. Um, so I just walk in there and I just see what happens. But for me at my local, the fruit and veg is closer to the entrance. So fruit and veg comes before. There you go. Okay. When you shower, do you use the shampoo before or after the conditioner? Definitely what? before. What kind of psychopath uses conditioner before shampoo? That's just incorrect, isn't it? Thank you. I don't know. I was trying to learn more about you. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, at night, do you put on your pajamas before or after you brush your teeth? Hold on a second. Hold on. You know how to say pajamas. Pajamas. No, again? you've. Ne- this is the first time I've ever heard you say pajamas. Pajamas. Why are you changing it up for hero pajamas. from after? <laughs> PJs. Pajamas. Yeah. But you've never said it that way before. Has he, though? I don't know if I've ever remember hearing Maury ever say pajamas. Pajamas. Huh? Pajamas. You No, now you're forcing it. Let no, me... it's PJs, so I'm yeah, not going to say no. it's Someone PJ. will find it on the podcast, on an older episode of the podcast of Maury saying pajamas. <laughs> another another comment. I was hoping that the before and after game would be, would be with Hero and Joe. This is so oh terribly sad. Oh, no. Um, oh at God. night, you put on your pajamas before or after you brush your teeth. I just sleep in boxes. I don't wear pajamas. But I think I brush my teeth last. So, yeah. In an argument, do you say sorry before or after you defend yourself? Um, Before, I think sorry but is a great way to start your uh, half-hearted apology. Amazing. And that was the last before or after. Yay! No, you got to promise me we keep playing this if we ever do an interview again for anything else. I think before or after is applicable to any other movie. So, yeah, let's keep this one going, please. Why don't we just FaceTime each other on Saturdays and do it just you and me? (laughs) (laughs) Maury. (laughs) Yeah, right when you guys wake up, when you're both still in your pajamas. Yeah. Somebody else said we begged and waited a full year for this, Maury. Oh, wow. What a a disappointment. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't know if you saw these photos on TikTok. Um, This couple in Tennessee got engaged Mm -hmm. recently, right? And their dream was to always go to Italy. Oh, yeah? And they can't afford it, though, right? Young couple. And um, they have, uh, they told their photographer because they wanted to do their engagement shoot. And the photographer was like, Tell me about you guys and this and that, right? Sure. Where have you always wanted to go? Dreams, stuff like that. And they're like, well, we really love Italy. We've always wanted to go to Italy. Um, you know, it would be amazing to go to Italy even just to do our engagement shoot. Right. But we can't afford it. And photographer was like, yo, don't worry. I got you. I'm going to bring Italy to you? <laughs> oh, no, this never works out well. So this never works. This photographer was someplace in Tennessee at one point and was like, you know what? It would be amazing to do a photo shoot here. Yeah. Because the decor works. <laughs> it just looks like a place yeah. that I could get some like real good snaps at, right? Yeah. 
And then this couple comes along, and the photographer's like, perfect. I got the idea already. Okay. Doesn't she take this couple to do their engagement shoot oh, no. outside of an olive garden? No way. Oh, oh my no. God. Shut no. up. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Yeah. But, like, just gets the aesthetics well, of the First of all, ain't nothing wrong with olive garden. However. Listen, breadsticks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not for engagement photos. No. No, no, no. But look, I'm going to show you the photos, okay? okay? Yeah. Do- doesn't get like the sign out front that reads Olive Garden. Just okay. gets like the outside the, the building, like basically standing in the garden. It's literally in the garden. Uh, but does it look Italian? Garden. I guess. Oh wow, that's really pretty. Actually, oh, look at his mind just got changed. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. There they are. There's some more photos. Standing like literally in the garden. This looks like it might be outside of like the patio area, but the photographer That's posed a them. Fancy ass Olive Garden. I'll in a way where you don't see any of the tables yeah. on the patio. And there they are outside of the entrance yeah. to the Olive Garden, but you don't see the sign of the Olive Garden. Yeah. Right? Beige, I mean... beige pants and beige shoes. I don't know about that look on that guy. <laughs> doesn't look, you know That's what I mean? did you notice? No, yeah, it doesn't look very Italian. Do you see the pictures, Deepa? Yeah, I'm looking at it on Google right now. It doesn't it not look super generic. Like it you very, wouldn't be like, "Wow, come that's on. Italy, uh, uh, right?" Like you wouldn't say Italy. Like, uh, like honestly, if you look at that, somebody could have said, "You know what? I love all the castles in Game of Thrones." <laughs> and he's like, "I got just the place." Like it's a big stone wall, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah. A, it's just a, it's a big it's a big stone wall. God, when you get married, you got to do all these things, huh? Engagement shoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. When does it end? We never did those. You didn't do engagement shoot? No. No? Did you, Mocha? Did you yeah. do engagement shoot? You did deeper. Did you oh do engagement God. shoot? Can I tell you I what did I... two. Two you know engagement two? shoots? Yo, two you know what I remember shoots. for our Getting married is too much work. Um, what are those photos for? Just for you. Memories. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember that day I had to turn my phone off. Yeah. Because it was during the week. Right. And Dammit Mori was like hounding me. Something for the show that day. Like on your engagement me. shoot day? Yeah, how I mean, was I supposed no, no, to know? He didn't know. He didn't oh, know. He didn't, he didn't know. know. But he called when we were on our way and I was like and I was looking, I had Google Maps open yeah. on the GPS and I'm like looking for the entrance of this place. And Boy called like right at the moment where I'm like <laughs> trying to find this place, right? Look yeah. for the entrance to the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't Can I say sorry yeah. now? It's years yeah. later. Does it still? Oh fit? yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> I know. I I know that like I could be proposing. I could be on like one knee, and my phone would ring because yeah. I know that I could be doing anything important, and Maury's gonna call me. Yeah. Right? Like it's just the. It's, one day you're gonna miss that. No, nah, I won't. I will not. I will not. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Malcolm, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What is on your mind today? So this girl at my gym that that I work at totally got me in trouble. Oh, God. Okay, so you wrote this. Razamoka fixed my life. Here we go. That's a big one. Uh, I work at a gym and was friendly with this one girl. Does that girl work there too or no? She was a customer. Uh, she was a, she was a member, yeah. She was a member. Okay. And you said that you connected very well. And uh, you say, I was 
kind of interested, but she has a boyfriend. Uh-oh. I'm starting my own fitness brand and offered her some shirts with my logo on them, and she was thrilled to wear them. She then started playing out the scenario and called me her boyfriend while wearing the shirts around with her friends. I confronted her about saying uh, I don't think that she should call me her boyfriend, and she got frustrated and ended her membership. I then got written up for it. Uh, what should I do about this? Uh, it wasn't fair that I got written up for this. Plus, I might see this girl again at competitions. So when you got written up for this, Malcolm, what was the uh, the reasoning? Just like inappropriate behavior yeah. with members of the gym? Well, so when, when, when she canceled her membership, they asked her why, and, and she brought up the scenario of, like, we were, we were talking all the time, and we would talk for 15 minutes uh, in between sets. I, I also work out after, after my hours there. And um, there was never any, any issue with that. But then an email comes back saying that I was bothering her throughout her workouts and oh. um, that I was following her out. Oh, uh, or damn. Following her out to her car, yeah. So what are you going to do? <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm not sure what to do. Well, well, the only thing you can do is stay away. Yeah. Yeah. For one, I mean, I would have fired you. Like, you work at my gym, but you're promoting your own stuff with my customers, and one, and that leads to one of them canceling their membership. Like, I would have fired you. Well, I wasn't exactly promoting promoting my stuff, and I never got the... Yeah, but you, 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 you said you, here... You work, you work at a gym, and you went to a customer who has a membership at that gym and said, hey, I'm starting my own fitness brand. I got some T-shirts with my logo on it. Uh, why don't you wear one? Yeah. And then that and then, you know, you had said that, you know, you guys connected real well. And then that's what led to all this, you know, going bad. It wasn't that you were her trainer and that she, you know, made she thought that, you know, the relationship was inappropriate or whatever. This all stemmed from you giving her your your swag. Well, I didn't I didn't I was it was just a prop like. I hadn't made it up yet. It was more about playing out the scenario. Yeah, I know. But the scenario happened because you gave her the shirt. It was, I, 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 didn't, um, I didn't have the shirts ready. Oh. So it was just an idea. Oh. And oh. So she started playing out the scenario of wearing it around friends, and uh, she hold said on, that, oh, wait. So, boyfriend. Okay. So all she said to you was, yes, I'm going to wear these shirts, and I'm just going to tell my friends that you're my boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, so she didn't actually do any of that stuff. No, she didn't do it. Oh, so why were you pissed off then? Oh, well, I wasn't I wasn't exactly pissed off. I was I was, you know, curious because she already has a boyfriend. Okay. And then and so I I'm, I'm not I'm I'm I don't like to step on any other guy's toes uh-huh. and I want to make sure that I'm not going to be getting a, a boyfriend who apparently does Brazilian jiu-jitsu to come <laughs> to come around and and uh, choke you with one of your own shirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so so you had said, "Hey, I got this fitness brand. I'm making these shirts. If I get them done, can I give you one to wear?" And she was like, "Yeah, my God, I'll wear it around. And then when I'm with my friends, I'll just tell everybody you're my boyfriend." And then you were yeah. like, "You were like, hey, I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that because I know you have a boyfriend and I know he knows jujitsu and I value my life." Um, and, and then she complains that you're harassing her. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you made her feel, you made her feel weird, man. And I'm not saying she wasn't being weird. You know, I get, yeah, like, that's I a get weird all thing that for her on her side. It's, it's, a, it's a very awkward thing for her to say but to you, you, but then also like, why would she lie to get you in trouble? Because you, what said, stop lying. <laughs> like tell the truth. So about she, your boyfriend? Wait, does she want to hook up with you? Do you think? Well, that's what, that's one thing that I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell from the beginning because there'd be some moments where, 
um, it seemed like there was an invitation, and I was always getting compared to the boyfriend. Right. Oh, and wow. So, Yo, man, this girl just sounds like trouble. Stay away. Yeah, I would. Then it, <laughs> I think that the. So, what do you? You got to like? Do you have a? You got to talk to your boss and stuff like that now, or or what uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So I've had to have a conversation, and it goes on my file regardless of if I sign anything. Yeah. So I, I would say, I think that your play in this situation is to go to your boss and say, Hey, listen, the, the only thing I did was bring up my own brand at work. And for that, I'm sorry. But what this is really all about is me trying to not be inappropriate. And I had said, Hey, would you wear this t-shirt? And what she said to me was, yeah, my God, I'd love to. And then I'm going to start telling everybody your boy, you're my boyfriend. And then you tell your boss that immediately was like a line that was crossed from the customer to me employee. And I had said, I would appreciate it if you maybe didn't do that. And then that's where everything went to hell. So she felt slighted that you didn't sort of, that you weren't flattered by her saying that, uh, that she would call you her boyfriend. And then that's where the complaint came from. So mm. I, I would sort of, I would sort of, you know, just be honest about it, but, but it's how you lay it out that I think is, uh, is, is, uh, is important. And because I'm, I'm getting into bodybuilding, I plan to go to a couple of shows. She's a competitor. Yeah. Uh, how do I, how do I, um, just ignore her, man. Just ignore her. Just ignore her. Yeah. Yeah. Why you got to complicate things? Well, what if, what if there's a, what if she, she comes up to me? Well, if she comes up to you, says hi, whatever, just say hi and then just move on. Yeah. Well, cause the way that, uh, bodybuilders are. They, they kind of get a little bit uh, irritable around showtime. Well, then stop doing steroids. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be fine. Just stay away, man. Okay. Yeah, just don't have a conversation with her about it. You don't need to talk about it. It's done. Just move on. And so if she comes up, you're not going to go, hey, that thing was weird, man. And then the way you left, like, I really don't. Don't bring any of that up with her. As little conversation as possible. Yeah. Zero interaction. Yeah. All right. All right, man. You take care. Got to stay away from these gym girls. Well, they got to stay away from you, too. Right. You know what I mean? Yo, uh, just out of curiosity, how much you bench? Probably 200. Oh, yeah, me too, me too, yeah, me too. Yeah, same. All right, dope. For sure. All right, thanks, Malcolm. Yeah, each arm, though, for me. <laughs> Long-time yeah. listener. Love right, you guys. Right. You're Love the you best, too. dude. Take care. Take it easy, man. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hey, what do you know about Tim Horton's pizza? I saw a commercial for that. You saw a TV commercial? Like a thing. Like I, I saw, I don't know where the hell I saw it. Like I saw it like on either on Instagram or something like that, wherever I spend my time. Because I've only is seen... Is it true? Like, is it real? Yes. I haven't seen it. It is, Maury. Yes, is I sent you the news story on based it. Based oh. on, um, on what I've seen online, there's only 20 locations around the GTA that are currently serving oh, Tim Horton's okay. pizza. Wow, look at you knowing everything. Hold on, I'm reading uh, that right now. $6.99, $7.99 are the prices... You can get a pepperoni one. You can get one with chicken, and I yeah. think you can get like a straight up. They're cheese not one round. No, they're no, like, they're, they're flatbreads. They're flatbreads. Right? That's why because they don't have pizza ovens there. Like mm-hmm. they're not gonna. It's like it's a pre cooked dough. They're just you know sometimes when you and I actually really quite like this. You know when you take like a, a, a non bread mm-hmm. and then you can put some toppings on it. And you just fire it right in the toaster oven. It makes a delicious That's pizza. One of the meals right? I do often from Good Food. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. great pizza. It's fine. Nothing wrong Listen. with that. So that's what this is, right? Yeah, I'm into it. But is it pizza though? Nah. I think uh, pizza is anything with a dough when you put cheese and toppings on top of it. It's the act of pizzaing. I don't know. I think we're playing a little loose. They're, just, they're calling it flatbread style pizzas. Oh, okay. So it's pizza toppings on flatbread, yeah. right? It's flatbread. 
That's it's flat like. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. That's, that's great. Tick. I don't know, man. Like, I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, if you're going already there for your coffee, I just don't at want lunch, coffee grab pizza. That. Nobody's, right? Uh, Nobody's getting coffee and pizza? No. No? Why I mean, are people not getting coffee and pizza? But, like, isn't that the whole thing? Like, you get... A, you, I know. Like, Tim like, Hortons, I guess they're, they're you just get trying like to... You get, like, blank and a coffee. Like, everything else at Tim Hortons works with a coffee, right? Like, sandwich and a coffee. Sandwich and a coffee. coffee. Breakfast donut, sandwich and a coffee. Donut and a coffee. Muffin and a coffee. I couldn't do flatbread pizza and Croissant a coffee. Croissant and a coffee. Yeah. I guess they're just trying to... That's branch out, doing, right? Well, they goes. just are they like yeah. last month they did their bowls. They launched their like with rice and stuff. Their bowls a with rice chicken. bowl. Yeah, yeah. That's I crazy. guess just to eh, whatever. What you entice do? people to to yeah, get out sure. to Tim Hortons outside I of guess. like business hours. Business hours, I'm right? Not Working like, hours. Come on now, because right? people typically go to Tim's. You go there for. Your coffee, I, you go there for your breakfast, I maybe you go there it. for your I, lunch, I right? It. And they, it's not like a destination where after no, work no. you're picking something up. Hey, to, I live above a Tim Hortons. They're busy home. all the time. All the time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm, do you do you, okay? I just like, I don't know if I can add Tim Hortons to my list of places where, where I have a pizza option now. Can we force you to try it? Force me? <laughs> what is a, jeez, Force me. Like, put it in front of you. Who asked that question? If you say, can I force you to blank, right? My (laughs) answer is going to be no. Absolutely no. Right? My answer is going to be no. pretty harsh. Please. Catherine and Roxy are going to Iceland this weekend, right? What? Yeah, they're going to Iceland this weekend. And they're, like, doing all this crazy stuff, man. They're going to go see, like, a volcano that's erupting. And they're doing this, like, thing. And Catherine, the whole, like, for the three weeks leading up to this, she's like, sure you don't want to come? Sure you don't want to come? Sure you don't want to come? I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, we're going horseback riding. And I was like, that sounds cool. She's like, for nine hours. I'm like nine hours. Yeah, I'm like one. I'm not going horseback riding. Yeah, two. I am definitely not going horseback riding for nine hours. I'm like, what's the temperature in Iceland right now? She's like, oof, eleven degrees. I'm like, I'm definitely not leaving August humidity Uh to go to Iceland where it's eleven degrees to go on a horse for nine hours. I love my family, but not that much. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, We all know space is terrifying, and anytime NASA releases quote-unquote sounds of space Mm -hmm. it freaks you out even more don't like it and we're always taught that basically space is a vacuum right Mm -hmm. so how is sound going to exist out there but nasa somehow is able to with their machines uh capture sound amplify it and that's what we get I don't even like when people do like this is what a Tyrannosaurus Rex would have sounded like. Oh, yeah. I don't even like that stuff. It's scary, scary as hell. Yeah, too scary. So NASA released the sound of a black hole. And here's what they tweeted. The misconception that there's no sound in space originates because most space is a vacuum, providing no way for sound waves to travel. A galaxy cluster has so much gas that we've picked up actual sound. Here, it's amplified and mixed with other data to hear a black hole. <laughs> Ready for this? Yeah. Nothing good is going to happen. No, nothing when, good is on the... you're somewhere and you hear this sound. Is inside there at all. No. 
That description you read, though, of the sound of a black hole sounds like it could have actually been Maury's grinder profile. <laughs> That's why I was tilting my head. I'm like, this sounds familiar. Yeah. The galaxy cluster has so much gas that we've picked up actual sound. Here it is amplified mixed with other data <laughs> to hear a black hole. <laughs> but you could add this now to the collection of sounds that NASA has yeah. released of other space sounds, like the sound of Jupiter. Like they all kind of different variations of the same thing, right? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, Earth, what Earth sounds like from space, apparently is this. Wait a second. So this is what Earth sounds like to people who, like people, they like other beings must think we're terrifying too. Yeah. You know? Why can't they hear, like, you know, a bad pun? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't they hear nagging, like what Earth really sounds like? <laughs> Well, this is what my Strange, husband sounds like when he talks. Strangers fighting with each other. That's what Earth really sounds like. Not like this? No. This sounds terrifying. So this is what Earth sounds like from, from space. space. Yeah. This is the, and according to NASA, this is what a black hole sounds like in space. Yeah, no. How come the Earth one, you're not hearing honking in traffic? <laughs> It was overnight, duh. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, uh, everybody's freaking out because was it Rolling Stone that called Harry Styles the new uh, the new Prince of Pop? Twas or the new King of Pop, whatever they called him. Oh, did they really? Yeah. What, Michael Jackson fans getting all mad? Well, Michael Jackson family getting all mad. Oh, for real? Yeah, it Who? was uh, his daughter. I, I bet. It, no, no, it wasn't the daughter. I think it was Taj, the nephew. Um. So Rolling Stone UK crowned Harry Styles the new king of pop and Michael Jackson fans and family are not happy. So uh, Taj tweeted, there is no new king of pop. You don't own the title Rolling Stone and you didn't earn it. My uncle did. Decades of dedication and sacrifice. The title has been retired. No disrespect to Harry Styles. He's mega talented. Give him his own unique title. I don't disagree. And then someone else said, uh, this title belongs to the black man who worked his ass off since the age of five, who was a veteran by the age of 15, broke racial barriers and revolutionized the music industry. Michael Jackson is the king of pop of every generation. Uh, Thoughts? Is that that a title that's up for grabs or no? Uh, That belongs. I feel like. In, especially today, we're so quick to try and crown like the next person or the next you whoever, know, whatever. Right, the next yeah. whoever. Michael Jackson is a like a legend, right? Yeah. Harry Styles is phenomenal. Yeah, he's got two albums, solo albums under his belt. He's got a successful group career. Yeah, there's nothing to say that he's not great, but it also sets up Harry Styles for a lot of failure, right? To mm-hmm. compare him to a legend like. Michael Jackson. The argument could be made that Harry Styles may not, and I'm not saying I hold this view, uh, may not be the biggest pop star right now, as opposed to being the king of Mm -hmm. the the new king of pop. The problem that I see, and you see it not just in sort of in in this world, is there's a there's a good percentage of the population where the world existed from 2010 until now, Mm -hmm. and 
I know that this is wild to say because I never thought that I would say it, but Michael Jackson to the world right now, to the people who are the sort of tastemakers, to the people who are buying pop records, everything else, completely irrelevant, insignificant, doesn't exist, might as well have never existed. And that sort of legacy wasn't carried over. Is that right? Parent people's parents' fault? No, it's for not. not it's no, music. no, it's, just no, the way it's the world, not. Man. It's not. It's the way. It's the way the world is. I don't know because, like, my parents play Michael Jackson to my younger brothers, and they now love Michael Jackson, and they're younger because parents introduce them to the music. No, man. I, it, it's uh, what Sham? I was going to say. I think. I think because music is more disposable than ever mm-hmm. now nowadays. Right, yeah. like, artists come and go. It's rare that you see massive mega stars. Um, hold any sort of consistency. That's why you got to give props to people like Beyonce, the Taylor Swifts, you know, the Drakes, the the Justin Timberlakes of the world, all those who who remain relatively consistent. Right? You don't you don't get that anymore. Does, Music is disposable. Does now. this title thing apply to all of them? Like, there can't be another Queen of Soul because that's Aretha. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like, and, and those titles. It's did like geez. it's hard to argue someone who doesn't have. The catalog, the reputation, the longevity that these people—the Queen of Soul, yeah. the King of Pop, right? Yeah. Anyone that uh, that gets those accolades, it's very hard for a newer artist, or like you mentioned, Ross, since 2010 yeah. at least, yeah. right, to get that title so quickly. Yeah, if it didn't happen in the world of social media, it didn't. Uh, it didn't happen, and I can't see. You know, songs always used to sort of come back. You saw it with like Kate Bush and everything else, right? But it's just, it has to be through a television show. People aren't going back. There's no sense of nostalgia. There's no sense of, hey, I like this song. Where did this come from? Who who influenced this artist, right? Like you, like I, the only way we're going to hear a Michael Jackson song, okay, trend in you know, 2022 is if like man in the mirror becomes like a TikTok challenge. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Where it's like dudes flexing or, or if black what, and white was featured or, in a scene on a Netflix show. Right. Something like that. Uh-huh. Right. Like it's going to be, it's going to be through that. That's the, that's the only way nobody's going to go. And so, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me if somebody who lives that life is the one that actually crowned Harry Styles, the yeah. new king of pop. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Happy What's Jersey Day, everybody. Right? Excited? Is it still Jersey? Yeah, family vacation. As long as that show is still is on the air. still on the air? On the air. I don't hear anything about be. that show anymore. Jersey God, Day. man, when, when Jersey Shore first came out, that thing was unavoidable. Yeah. Everywhere you looked, there was Jersey Shore. Everybody was quoting Jersey Shore. They were everywhere, those guys. Everywhere. Yeah. It was T-shirt time all the time. God, that was crazy. Every week. It when was did always... it start? When did Jersey Shore start? 2010, I think yeah, it was. It was, it was it's T-shirt time! time! Oh, that's so good. I get a sense, though, that you couldn't do like a Jersey Shore now on... 2009. Was that what it was, more? Well, actually, funny you should bring that up. So, yeah. because they still do Jersey Shore with the OG cast, yeah. right? They were going to do another version of Jersey Shore, yeah. and they were, it was going to be in. They still call it Jersey Shore, and it was yeah. going to be at this big, massive mansion in um, Atlantic City. Yeah, and they cast it and everything, and they were ready to film, and they set the house up with cameras, all that, and um, 
TMZ then reported that they shut down production, yeah. but they never gave a reason. And it was speculated that because there was such an uproar from the OG cast, right. that could be one reason. I don't know if maybe they threatened to to, to walk because they're still <laughs> Where doing. Where are they gonna go? Exactly. I don't know, but they're still doing like their season yeah. of Jersey Shore family vacation. The other rumor is that maybe the new cast didn't gel well. And maybe the the producers figured that they couldn't have a show because there's all these pictures that came out of them like ripping out all the gear and like packing yeah. up the big black SUVs and taking off from that yeah, house. They 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 tricked that house out. They had hundreds of cameras in that house. Yeah. All the gear was ready to go. They started it, to film. They started to record. Yeah, I just feel that I just feel that watching people behave so poorly <laughs> is now reserved for like streaming services. Sure, right? Like I don't I don't know if you can even get like on that MTV? on like a, yeah yeah even i think again? even mtv is too straight now for people behaving that badly because i think that the expectations for those shows i think people watch jersey shore because of nostalgia yeah but i think now the only real one left is like you know bachelor right um but people don't behave that poorly on bachelor it used mm-hmm. to look like they did but now when you compare it to all the shows on the streaming services like people behave really badly on those shows yeah let I me mean, look at too hot to handle right yeah like oh, that, that yeah. sort of that, yeah that next one, hey is that, that is that sibling dating show out yet the what i don't know Excuse there's me? A, no it's not no 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 it's not it's not a, no 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 it's not a um it's it's not uh like siblings dating I think that what it is is that they it's like one of those Love Island things, right? Where like they take like a stud and, you know, he's whatever. Yeah. But only he's on the island with his sister. Dated and related. Yeah, dated and related. Where he's on the island with his sister who's there for the same thing. And everybody (laughs) there and everybody there is with their and everybody there is with their siblings. So all the so all the dudes that are hanging out together, there's a potential that not a a potential. Yes. So you know how they talk about women with each other? Oh no. Right? And what how awkward is it even for the for the women to hear some next girl talk about your brother yeah, that way? Yeah, it comes yeah. out September second. Is next that what Friday. that is? Next Friday? Oh, yeah. And I th- and I think gosh. they do like third wheel dates where it's like like the sister and a dude will be on a date, but like her brother's also there, right? Like I think they do that. Yeah. <laughs> so watching. <laughs> yeah. What network is that on? Netflix. Right? On Netflix? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I cannot wait. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called, Maury? Dated and related. Oh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Help me out with this Sylvester Stallone story because I just need some clarification. I will try. So I know that on one side, Sylvester Stallone and his soon-to-be ex-wife, mm-hmm. uh, she filed for divorce on Friday, right? They've been married 25 Jennifer years. Flavin. Yeah. Jennifer Flavin. Yeah. She filed for divorce on Friday, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's that part of the story. The other part of the story is that Sylvester Stallone got a botched touch-up tattoo of his wife Mm -hmm. covered up completely with a dog. Mm -hmm. Now, when I read the story originally, I thought it was of his dog that that he had like forever ago that appeared in the Rocky movies. Okay. But now another story I'm reading is that it's of his new Rottweiler, which allegedly is the cause of some of the problems in their marriage and part of the reason why she divorced him because i guess he wanted a dog she didn't the arguments over who would look after the dog because they travel so much between their home and you hire somebody you're so and la right 
Like, to so me, that seems weird. Be... The whole dog thing seems very weird to me. I don't know. I don't know the story. Okay. I, it's, it's, uh, um, I know, like I said, I read the announcement because she had said, I'm, I'm sad to announce that after 25 years of marriage, I filed for divorce from my That's husband, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, while we, we will no longer be married, I will always cherish the more than 30 year relationship that we shared. And I know we are both committed to our beautiful daughters. I asked for privacy, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't know. Because I know that he had her face <laughs> on tattooed on those things never look good, eh? The Mm-mm. portrait tattoos, uh, especially on his arm, he's all veiny and stuff like that. Like it's just really and his like, skin's just yeah, like it's yeah, not the same young man skin. No, 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 it's fine. Hey, listen, none of us have the same young man skin. Okay, um, hey, speak for yourself. Oh, stop it. Um, so he covered it up with his. No, it was from it was butt kiss. It was okay. it was the dog from Rocky. And he had said that um, he intended to refresh the tattoo with an image of Jennifer. However, they botched the tattoo, and so he had to cover it up, oh, right? So he went he went in for, like, a touch-up, and then she wound up getting, like, a unibrow or something. And then he yeah, was like... I really want to see the botch. And then, I know. So do I, right? I love those tattoos Yeah, so but much. I don't... But but, to, but 25 years is a very long time yeah, there to, has to be in, more in, in Hollywood to be married and... Than just, like, they fought over getting a new Rottweiler. Yeah, and I don't know, but, like, 30 years together, that's... Like, that's crazy. 25 years and you're, and you're dipping. Like, what can you not work out? And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. You have to listen. Marriages end all the time. But the, when the rumor is that they fought over a dog and that he covered up a tattoo of her, like to me, that seems like things that maybe you can get over, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. after 30 years of being together with like somebody. How long was she holding in whatever it is she was holding yeah. in for? And, and I know that now she's accusing him of hiding assets and all this other stuff because oh. I guess he's got like, you know, Rambo money and stuff like that hiding everywhere. Yeah, yeah. expendable, expendable, cash, right? Creed money, e- probably. Yeah, yeah, well, not. Yeah, probably a little bit of Creed money. Yeah, yeah probably a little bit of Creed money, right? That cool satin jacket from Rocky Three, oh. right? But she wants that too. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. He's Roz Mocha. Sham, Tim, Mori, Deepa are all here as well. Hello. Hello. Uh, hey, did you hear Demi Lovato on that Call Her Daddy podcast? Mm-mm. There's a couple different things. They were talking a lot about what it's like to be a Disney star. But um, it's when they came up with uh, how old Demi Lovato was when she started doing drugs. Oh, wow. Because you always hear these stories like, God, like when people are just so young and so into it. Like Drew Barrymore is probably the most famous kind of case. Like Drew Barrymore was in rehab when she was i think 14 years old like she was doing coke with people when she was like 12 like there's pictures of drew barrymore at like like playboy mansion parties and stuff like that right when she's like 11 years old with like a pack of cigarettes in her hand and stuff demi lovato Lovato has really been through it right And, and demi lovato's really yeah yeah she's really been through it and the thing is is that demi lovato was another one of these sort of you know disney stars right like came out of the disney machine where you had you know you had this this life, and, and she was talking about how uh, when you're one of those Disney role models, uh, you know, one of the things that they say to you and they just instill in you and pound into you is that if it's not you, it's going to be one of the other million kids that wants to be a Disney role model, right? Oh, wow. And so that's the kind of pressure. But here's Demi Lovato talking about when she first started doing drugs. At what point in your Disney career did you begin experimenting with drugs? So I started experimenting for the first time when I was 12. I got into, or 13, I got into a car accident and they prescribed me 
opiates. Oh my and God. my mom didn't think that she'd have to like lock up the opiates from her 13 year old daughter. But like I was already drinking at that point. I was, you know, had been bullied, was looking for an escape. And when my mom saw how many of the pills had disappeared and how fast they did, she took them away, locked them up. But yeah, I, I drank a lot in my teenage years. And then it wasn't till I was about 17 that I started, well, that's not even true. Like (laughs) there were times where I'd get certain kinds of pills throughout like 15, 16. I'd steal my mom's Xanax. She had a Xanax addiction and like, so crazy, huh? It was off and on, and then at 17 is when it kind of was the first time, like, I I tried um, Coke and, like, oh my God, loved it too much. And then that kind of bled into me going to treatment, like, right when it, right after I turned 18. Isn't that crazy? Holy. Isn't that crazy? That kind of life before 18? It's wild, man. It's wild, wild, wild. And you look like, if you're a parent that has a kid that's, like, 12, 13 years old, right? <sighs> Bro. You, oh my God, Bro. you, yeah. right? You look at your daughter right now. She'll be 13 in yeah. January. Yeah. And like, I can't even imagine, like my son's only five, like worry about Nintendo and Hot Wheels all yeah. day, right? Yeah. But like at that age, as a parent, mm-hmm. and you look at your child and like, you think about, okay, a Demi, Demi Lovato at my child's age mm-hmm. was into A, B, C, D, and E yeah. already. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's what it does, it's what show business does, right? And yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's entirely, but you know, even... You know, Drew Barrymore is, you know, when she was doing it, there was no rules on, my God, there was no rules on how much money a parent could steal from their their, oh, their, yeah. their child. I think, and even now, I think that there are rules, mm-hmm. but I think that it's like parents can still steal like up to 70%. Oh, like they, they can, they yeah. have, they have to leave and their the kid. kid. And the kid can't do anything about no, it. No, right? like, no, like, no, no. Like, I think that those are the rules. Like, I think that even now, after all the legislation, all the protecting that they did over like child actors, I still think that parents are allowed to steal, like walk away with like 70 percent as long as you live your leave your kid like 30 percent oh my god <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy but it's, it's a great interview if you're a fan of demi lovato yeah uh they really really get into it on the uh, uh the call of daddy podcast the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Roz and mocha's fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you Terry, how you doing? It's Ron Zamoka. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing good. good. How's everything uh, in Winnipeg, Terry? Uh, it's uh, actually cool this morning. All right. So what's going on? I really miss my daughter, and I want her back in my life. Oof, you wrote us this. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. I met someone on a dating site over four months ago who I no longer associate with due to a gut feeling. He snaked his way into my daughter's life, my son-in-law's life, and my grandchild's life. He has employed my son-in-law with a shady company that isn't registered with CRA and then friended them. Uh, my daughter and son-in-law took off to Saskatchewan for a day without saying anything to me leaving my 13 year old grandchild at home with me i've expressed concerns and i know they're adults who can make their own choices but now my daughter has completely cut me out of her life only allowing me to see my grandchild under her circumstances how can i convince my daughter to let me back into her life and that whatever this guy is saying about me is not true so whoa what is this relationship that this guy has that you met four months ago with your family uh what it was met him on a dating site and uh kind of you know getting to know each other he was very 
not aggressive, but he would show up at my place with flowers and kept calling me beautiful all the time. And I'm, I'm just not that type of a person. And I, I had told him, you know, I want to take things really, really slow. Um, what did uh, ha- end up happening in the winter when we had that really bad storm? My daughter and son-in-law rent a place, and they were f- afraid their power was going out. And I mentioned, I just casually mentioned it to him, and oh, I've got a generator. I'll be more than happy to drop it off to them. And I'm kind of going, oh, so I contacted my daughter, and she said, yeah, okay, sure, not a problem. Hold on and one then- second, though, Terry. So far, what you've described about this guy that you met four months ago. He mm-hmm. sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> like showing up with flowers, being lovey-dovey, helping out your daughter and son-in-law by like, yo, I got a power generator to help them yeah. keep the lights on okay, and keep the house so, warm. Yeah, tell, tell us something awful. Well, we he asked me to go out to BC because he had come back from BC and asked me to go out there to get his stuff for him. Well, when we went out there, I saw a side of him that just, literally scared me okay what side um he had rented a u-haul and a trailer they called him and said that the trailer had been in an accident we were gonna have to drive another two hours to summerland well he just went off the wall it was scary and then he said uh, i want to speak with your supervisor and instead of calming down the supervisor finally said to him you know what i'm canceling your contract and hung up on him why doesn't your daughter talk to you because what had happened is I had expressed concerns about my son-in-law going to work with him with the CRA, uh, not having a business number with the CRA. Okay. And uh, I said, like, what they do is um, they e-transfer him money. And I said to her, you know, like, he's hiring him like a subcontractor, not paying into income tax, CPPEI. The business isn't registered with CRA due to financial issues, apparently. She's turned around and said, "It's you know what, Mom? It's none of your business. Here's the thing, Terry. Your mm-hmm. daughter and son-in-law are adults. They mm-hmm. know what they got themselves into. Mm-hmm. Right? You've expressed your concerns. You've voiced your opinion. That mm-hmm. is all at this point, I feel at least, that's all you can do. Do you think that this guy, because you don't want to be with him, is in some weirdo way trying to turn your daughter against you? Yes. You do. That's, that, exactly, that's... that's exactly how I feel. Right. And have you talked to her about um, your feelings that you don't want to be with this guy because of the concerns you have? Mm-hmm. And what was her I reaction? Have. She just kind of went, well, he's our friend, and like you say, they're adults and they can choose what they want to do. Yeah, I don't know what you can really do in this situation. I mean, I sort of agree with you. I think it's very weird that you, like you, like them, as, like her as your daughter, you meet a guy on a dating site and it doesn't go well and it doesn't last long. And then he befriends your daughter and now she's sort of like, well, he's my friend too. Well, no, he was never your friend. Mm-hmm. He was never your exactly. friend. He was, he was a guy exactly. I was, he was a guy I was dating and you should allow me, you should respect me enough to know that, you know, I, I met him because because I was looking for somebody to fall in love with, okay? I'm not mm-hmm. on a dating site looking to find my son-in-law work and you a new friend. So when I turn mm-hmm. when I throw the guy that I, I that I didn't work out with because I had concerns to the curb, that means he's out of my life. And now what you've done is you've taken the guy that I really don't have good feelings about and you've put him in my life. And that's not exactly. fair. It's not yes. fair. You should be able That's to have exactly. that conversation. It's not fair. And 
I've tried, and she just says, it, we are a toxic relationship, and she does not want to talk to me anymore. I can talk with my grandchild, yeah. but she no longer wants to talk to me. Well, I don't know how you fix that. If there's no lines of communication, um, and I'm sure reaching out to that guy is everything that he wants, right? I'm sure that he would love nothing more than to be the person who tries to put you and your daughter back together. Maybe that's the play, you mm-hmm. know? Maybe maybe that's all he's waiting for, is that he wants to feel that he's important in your lives, and therefore he's put him in, himself in a position of where if you want to rebuild a relationship with your daughter, you now have to go through him. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Thank you for sharing with us, Terry. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and thank you for the advice. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Lots and lots to talk about today. Oh, yes. Uh, Hey, Mocha. Yes. Are you ready? Of course, brother. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Harry Styles in Rolling Stone. This is the uh, article where they called him the new king of pop and everybody had a problem with that because that title uh, existed solely for Michael Jackson, was given to Michael Jackson, earned by Michael Jackson and Mm. retired with Michael Jackson. So a lot of people had a problem uh, with that. But in the article, uh, they go on to discuss he and Olivia Wilde and dealing with Harry's what they call toxic negativity from his fans Mm. Um, because they're, you know what Harry Styles fans are like and you know what 1D fans are like. And when they first got together, it was pretty brutal for Olivia Wilde. Um, He said, uh, what I don't understand about the cruelty you're referencing is that kind of toxic negativity is the antithesis of Harry and everything he puts out there. This is Olivia saying that. Uh, I don't personally believe um, the hateful energy defines his fan base at all. The majority of them are true champions of kindness. Harry goes on to say that uh, he does use Instagram to look at plants and architecture posts. Same, same, Harry. Uh, He has never been on TikTok and he calls Twitter a crap storm. Oh, <laughs> which is pretty accurate, actually, uh-huh. right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kevin Hart on James Corden. Explain this to me. What were they doing? So Kevin Hart was there to launch his new plant-based restaurant, right? Hart House. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a plant-based place. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And so they what? It's like a game-based thing. I don't know what's going you on. You either with answer these two. the question, yeah, or you eat the awful food. Oh, okay, one of those. Here we I'm go. I'm going to give you this: the spicy. Sinus cleanser skewer. Okay, Kevin, here it is. Kevin, besides your own companies, you are also known to have invested in other businesses, including an energy drink, a health and fitness program, and a car buying app. What is the worst business investment you are currently involved in? I think the worst, the worst one that I probably invested into, one of my friends, um, had headphones that they created that opened up into speakers. Oh, <laughs> you, like, they were headphones, and you can enjoy it like this, but then if you wanted to make like everybody else, they were, the whole purpose of the invention, this is what told me, like, they say, you know, like, when people listen to music, and you go, what are you listening to? And people always got to make you put on the headphones. <laughs> they said, well, these, they just open up. 
Yeah, that's the worst invention I've ever put money into. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine? It's though? actually a brilliant idea. No, uh, could you imagine though? Like Kevin Hart. Yeah. And what I know of Kevin Hart, he is a kind individual, right? And he yeah, wants to take yeah, care yeah. of the people around him. Sure. So know, some like I somebody know. that he cares about came to him and said, "Kev, I have this great idea." Yes. And this person probably put everything in their life into this product yeah. and said, I just need an investor. And Kevin being the good guy that he is was like, I will give you the money to launch this. But again, to Maury's point, it, it, Kevin Hart should have said what the, they were called on that show because he probably would have made his money back. So oh, like, oh, yeah. a couple of units on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't get bigger promo than like, you know, promoting your speaker headphones on I James Corden. This, I was like, okay, I kind of want those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, they sound heavy to me, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like too much weight on your head. No, it's just, uh, it just has some sort of thing that turns the headphone. It could be any headphone. Just yeah, hinges. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't want headphones on hinges. No. Right? No. I like them like... Uh, like good for you, Kevin Harper. Yeah. Being a supportive bro. Yeah, no, I uh, I always used to love the big ones, and then I like them little. I like they just fit. <laughs> Shut up, man. I like them little. They just fit perfectly. It's mm-hmm. all good. Okay? okay. Does the job. Does the job. Right? <laughs> what? Good job. What? Does it does a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Ten-second All job. of you. Shut up, all of you. You guys are all filthy, all of you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mariah Carey is reportedly grateful after a group of men who allegedly robbed her nine-bedroom home in Atlanta while she was on vacation were arrested. Uh, police took three men into custody, a source told TMZ, in connection to a crime spree in the area, according to TMZ law enforcement claim. Uh, the men are also responsible for a string of armed robberies, home invasions, and burglaries burglaries near Mariah Carey's property. Uh, Additional uh, reports say that the uh, police department down there said multiple other celebrity homes were also burglarized. So my question, whenever I hear about these stories of famous people's homes being robbed, right? Yeah. The burglars, like you would have to know that there are camera and security systems like all over the place. I think it's that still risky. when they're like, really good, you, you like you it, that stuff doesn't matter to you. You can either tap yes. into the Wi-Fi and shut them off, or cut the wires and cancel. Cut the, the wires. I've seen cut this what in wires? Like yeah. the wires. More that run too to many movies. More. You yeah. would be in that jail so fast. You would be in jail so fast. You're describing fast. the plot of like a 1980s <laughs> heist movie. <laughs> Yeah, the, the blue one, guys. What are you like? What you are you the blue one, everything goes dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maury's yeah, also in flashlights. there. Maury's like the guy in there with the can of hairspray, looking for the red like yeah. laser line. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. That next. Right. Uh, trying to do. Uh, and then you step over them. Yeah, and went under, yeah. and like yeah, trying to do a cartwheel through the living room. Right. No, Please. Maury. That's not how you rob things. Have you ever stolen anything, Maury? Just a bag of chips. Oh, you ever stolen anything, Deepa? No, never. No, just Except hearts. Except for my husband's heart. Oh, I see. I knew it. I knew no. you were going to say that. I oh knew God. you were going to say that. Has he ever stolen anything? Um, No. My heart. Oh, you're you lucky you said that. You, were, Jim, you, you ever were... steal anything? Dignity. My own. <laughs> oh. Had yeah. taken from so me. I'm the only one that's actually actually stolen anything? No. Well, you haven't got to me a mocha. You had a couple of crooks over here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I'm not going to indict myself worry. here. Yeah. You think You think I'm snitch still snitching? All right. It don't work that way. Not on this side. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see the pictures of uh, Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things taking a job as a lifeguard this summer? No. Yeah. How's he look? Will? 
Yeah. Does he still I got mean, the bowl cut? No, right? No, 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 no. Come on. Let it grow out. So he did it. Wait, inter- is that bowl cut um, a wig? No, it's hair. It's hair? Yeah, it's his real. Hair. Oh, yeah, so he's going to work. Did him dirty in real life. And huh? you can just comb it back, though, too, though, right? And then, still. but it's those days when you got to go in. Like, you have a good mm-hmm. weekend feeling confident about yourself, right? 17 years old, yeah. like you're loving life, and then you got to go to set on Monday and they comb it all forward. And here's the thing, though, because after a while, your hair gets used to being yes, brushed a certain way, right? So it's going to grow that yes, way. Yes, it will. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so he did an interview with Flunt Magazine and said, uh, it's kind of just a fun thing. I've kind of grown up with a normal life and normal friends and stuff outside of Stranger Things, so it's kept me grounded. Uh, Noah's also going to college this fall. If you hey. remember, Millie Bobby Brown um, in, uh, enrolled in college online, sort of like mm. doing it virtually. Noah is actually going to the University of Pennsylvania and living on campus What this fall. No, yeah. you can't do that, Will. He's going to study, uh, study business. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, is it because he feels... No disrespect to Will from Stranger Things. Yeah. Right? Millie Bobby Brown cannot go to a college university on campus because she's far too famous. Correct. Will from Stranger Things, is it because he's not? Like maybe he won't get hounded as much? Like he's not on that level of fame of Millie Bobby Brown. I'm, I'm telling you, I know it's difficult for you to like understand this. Mm hmm. But, like, there are a lot of young women where Noah Schnapp is it. No. Yes. Oh, yes. I Noah know. Schnapp. I know. I know. I know. I don't get it. all I see is Will. The first time I heard, I was just like, the guy with the bowl cut? Yeah. And, oh, yes. Really? He is the guy. So he's, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Other people have done it though. Claire Danes went to, went to Harvard when she was yeah. very famous. She did my so-called life and went to Harvard. Like she was super famous. Uh, anyway, that's cool. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Uh, Michael Jackson yesterday, uh, his nephew came out to dis- disagree with Billboard when, the, when Billboard referred to Harry Styles as the new king of pop. So here's the question today, because mm-hmm. I don't know the world of R&B. Mm-hmm. So I got to rely on all of you guys. I want to play you a clip of Usher talking about whether or not he deserves the title of the king of R&B, and then we will be back to discuss. You know that people call you the king of R&B, and from our conversation right now, I feel like you are ready to really own that title and to ascend to that throne. Are you you willing to accept that, king of R&B? I mean, you call me that, I'll definitely carry it. And I'm going to tilt my crown. Yes, knowing of that, And I'm going to tilt my crown knowing that I'm standing on the shoulders of all of the icons of our time. It is Michael that I stand on the shoulders of. It is James Brown that I stand on the shoulders of. It is Ronald Isley I stand on the shoulders of. It is Luther Vandross. It is Barry White. It is Teddy Pendergrass. It is all of these incredible artists like Marvin Gaye that will never be forgotten as long as there's a breath in my body to breathe. It's, you know, all of them that, you know, I stand on the shoulders of. And as a result of that, yeah, you want to give me that crown? You tell me who's going to do it better. When you hear my voice, you hear their voice. When you hear my voice, you hear all of those people that I just said. So if anything, you want to give me a crown? I'm the last of my kind. That's what I'm going to say. King, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I've been working to the point where I do own that, and I do deserve that, and I ain't going to ask for it no more. 
You're going to no. give it because yeah. I didn't work for it. Oof. Oof. Damn, I'll start with you, Sham. No, he's not the king of R&B. Oh! oh. Okay, who's the king of R&B? To me, it's Stevie Wonder, and I don't even see how it's even a a, a thing. Right, it's Stevie it's, Wonder. It's, and listen, don't don't get me wrong. Like I I don't know what makes somebody R&B. Okay, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I just know music and music, popularity sure, and everything totally. else. To me, Stevie Wonder. I you people may look at Stevie Wonder as like an R&B star, but I think Stevie Wonder was more of a pop star than an R&B see, star. I, I think the reverse. I think Usher is way more of a pop star. You mm-hmm. think than so? Stevie huh? Wonder yeah. I think Usher yeah. has has transcended to pop superstardom sure absolutely yeah no i'm not saying that usher's r&b i'm just i'm I'm, Um, when i was asking who the king of r&b is like who is r like who's the king of r&b to their core like who is r&b like 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 they were r&b still i mean they could be dead but like who were the who was that sort of i mean hmm. there's a a guy currently having some legal troubles that who's probably would you know argue that he deserves that that who R. Kelly? Who, R. Yep. Kelly? You Probably think? Deserves that. Listen, he's got he's got hits for days, right? But, but is he R and B though? Uh, is yeah. R. Kelly R and B? R. Kelly is more R and B than he is. Yeah, pop. maybe I just yeah. know I just know his pop yeah. songs. That's, that's interesting. A, I will say though, for Usher, that's a great. His answer yeah. was I thought on point. Yes, still showing respect to those that came before him yes. and also saying yes i'll accept the crown however out of this list of names of people i am on the very right. very bottom right right like showing ultimate respect yeah um i do agree with the fact that usher is the king of r&b you do huh uh-huh interesting he's got the catalog and the life to kind of to okay. support all of that fair enough Fair enough. I, uh, do you have any thoughts on who the king of r&b is Maureen? i was just reading an online poll about this and some people were suggesting bobby brown Mm, not or anymore. Babyface, no. yeah. Babyface. God, I haven't heard Babyface in a long time. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, the Cash Me Outside girl, Danielle Bragoli. Mm-hmm. So she made she became famous from Dr. Phil for like just being lousy, right? Yeah. Cash Me Outside. How about that? Mm-hmm. And then she started rapping, and her stuff actually wasn't that bad. Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, right? She, so young she had a beauty line. She had a beauty line, and then she started doing OnlyFans, and she made, like, an unbelievable amount of money on OnlyFans. Well, now, Daniel Bregoli, the Catch Me Outside girl, mm-hmm. is giving away $1.7 million in scholarships to people who want to go to trade schools. What? Yes. Yo, she's got that right? kind of money? Bro. Bravo. She, made five, Bragoli. she made $5 million in, like, a month on OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, so the scholarships will range from 1000 to a full ride. Some kids will also receive $10,000 to start businesses uh, when they graduate. Danielle says, uh, I know there's a lot of kids out there that really want to get real jobs and want to work hard, and they just don't have the money to provide it. Wow. I thought it was an amazing idea. So she's partnered up with uh, with another uh, nonprofit organization. So uh, she's putting up $1.7 million Woo! for kids who want to go to trade schools. How about that? Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm has been renewed for a 12th season. Yay! Yay. But it probably won't have Jeff Garland. Uh, Well, he's still the exec producer. Jeff Garland? Yeah. Didn't he get canceled? No, he got canceled on... uh, Goldberg's. Goldberg's, yeah, but I don't think they're going to cancel him off this. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Larry David released this statement. This is the most Larry David thing ever? Uh, the most. Okay, go. Uh, playing the role of Larry David has been the greatest honor of my life. 
In researching this multifaceted, multi-talented man, I discovered that there's more to him than I could have ever imagined. He speaks six languages, brines his own pickles, and spearheads a national movement to install a bidet in every home. I've also been told from numerous sources that he is the most generous of lovers. I am so excited to once again transform into this force of nature. I only pray that I can do him justice. <laughs> oh, Larry David. Don't ever stop, so, man. Yeah, they're on a roll with these, man. The last couple of seasons have been really good. Uh, Paul Rudd will be in uh, Only Murders in the Building season three. Yes. I, no spoilers, please. No. I have not. I know the season finale dropped yesterday. Yeah. I have not yet watched it. Please, no spoilers. Uh, no, oh. I, I, I started to watch it and then I fell asleep. Oh. So I'll uh, catch up it's on that. It's not boring. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Me falling asleep during a show is not a spoiler. Deepa, it's tradition. Did you watch the episode? I assume you I did. I watched it. Okay, because the look on your face right now, like, speaks volumes. So please, it's really, really, really good. Okay. Um. Oh, no I spoilers. Spoil. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else. I'll it's really I'll good. You should I'll watch spoil it, it ASAP. No, don't spoil no, it. No, don't worry. Don't spoil please it. Don't I fell asleep it. for God's sake. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Momoa and Kristen Bell on the uh, Late Late Show last night, and Kristen Bell is like all super flustered because they sit, they sit them together, right? Like mm-hmm. on Corden, the guests don't leave when another guest comes out. They all sort of hang out in that UK style. And uh, the conversation starts off like totally normal, and then Kristen Bell is just like kind of like loses really like everything yeah listen to this now Jason, so happy that you're here Jason. how are you feeling you you had a hernia yeah. surgery how are you feeling you all recovered it's all good yeah still not really doing sit-ups okay just trying to keep that dad bod going for a little bit longer you know what i mean you, you can i say you can't say you've got a dad bod buddy you can't it's not a dad bod <laughs> it's not it isn't well it isn't. i don't want to do any more sit-ups he so. can say anything he wants Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yo, flirting hard. I'm in his web. I'm like, I'm, sure. I'm in this. Keep there's a lot of rhythm coming from over here. Oh, yeah, what rhythm oh are you in? It's like, what, ri- like what some rhythm people just have feeling? like, you know, some people have like rhythm and they don't mm. even know it, but they just like, you know. I didn't even know that either. You didn't know you shoot out rhythm everywhere. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard rhythm before. Yeah, all uh-huh. people have rhythm. Oh, no. Yeah. Dak Shepard at home crying. Right. You've never been told you shoot out <laughs> rhythm before? Like, has there ever been a, a more... I know. Like... And how's Aquaman going to reply to that? Right? Well, you can't say anything. No. Right? You just take it. Yeah. Right? You shoot out rhythm everywhere. My God. He just gives her a look. Right? It sounded like when, when at the close to the beginning, it's, I don't know if it was her or not, but it sounded like Kristen Bell gasped a little bit. I'm so happy that you're here, Jason. How are you feeling? You, you had a hernia yeah. surgery. How are you feeling? You all recovered? It's all good. Yeah? Still not really doing sit-ups. Okay. Just trying to keep that. Right here. Dad bod going for a little bit longer. Right? You hear? She goes, yeah. when he says dad bod yeah, going. Yeah, because he, yeah, he starts, I think he lifted up his shirt or something oh, like that. And she's like, <gasps> he was rubbing in oh, he was, he was, outside of his shirt. Oh, he was rubbing and he himself. he also touched her shoulder. Oh, I got the vibes. Oh. The rhythm. The rhythm got her. The rhythm. The web the rhythm, of rhythm yeah. shooting out rhythm everywhere. <laughs> the rhythm gets got her you. Got right on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why'd you have to say it like that? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, California residents who receive unsolicited sexually graphic material by text, email, app, or um, any sort of electronic means could now sue the sender. They say, quote, just as individuals uh, suffer sexual harassment and abuse in their physical, non-digital lives, there's a growing incidents of individuals being harassed by receiving unsolicited sexually explicit images uh, and videos, including from people they do not know. So I guess this is when like people are on crowded buses and this stuff mm-hmm. and then people start airdropping. They see whoever has airdrop on and then they just start airdropping. Or in your DMs, like if you get an unsolicited D-pick now mm-hmm. in your DM uh, in California, if this goes, it's, it's already with the governor, if he signs it into law, uh, it will allow recipients of D-picks to recover at least $1,500 and as much as as $30,000 from the sender of the D-pick. Does the sender have to also be in California? Um, he probably, yes, but this is, if you remember, like... Hold in, on, why in, are you asking? Yeah, exactly. What you say? Why the sender lives in Canada? Yeah. Maury <laughs> Samuel no, let, Sherman. Let, Sherman. Shush, let Ross answer. More shooting out rhythm <laughs> everywhere. Rhythm's gonna get you. Right across North America. Yeah. All over the place. Long distance rhythm. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can now be able to sue, for God's sakes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, on the I want to get to the uh, Archetype podcast with uh, Meghan Markle and Serena Williams. The the first edition of this was uh, all about ambition. That was the sort of topic up for grabs. Uh, so we'll we'll start with. Um, Serena Williams talking about her perception and her take on the sort of both sides of being labeled ambitious. So here's Serena. When you hear the word ambition, do you think of it in a negative or a positive way? I was talking to, I don't know if it was my mom or or my sister, but I said, um, I have to check myself because I've been so... um, blinded by society. You know, if a man is ambitious, am I saying, am I bringing down society by saying a woman is something different than ambitious? Or what do I think of women that are ambitious? Often women are definitely put in these different boxes when we are ambitious or when we when we do have goals or when we reach our goals. It's a negative connotation on how we reach the goals. Hmm. And then here's uh, Meghan Markle talking uh, about uh, ambition. So I don't ever remember personally feeling the negative connotation behind the word ambitious until I started dating my now husband. And um, (laughs) apparently ambition is a terrible, terrible thing for a woman, that is, according to some. So since I felt the negativity behind it, it's really hard to unfeel it. I can't unsee it either in the millions of girls and women who make themselves smaller, so much smaller on a regular basis. Wow. Uh, it's interesting, the, this podcast, because this is like 
what Spotify took over, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to, they had their whole the Archwell uh, Foundation and uh, sort of media empire that they were building, and they hadn't delivered anything to Spotify. And then Spotify was like, "Listen, we're taking this over, and we're going to start building shows." And so this is what you get. Uh, people are very happy with it, though. As far as the the reviews and anybody who's listened to the whole thing, they said it was like a She's decent. A really, it was a decent conversation. A really good, relaxing podcast. Voice. She does. Didn't they also? They signed a huge deal with Netflix as well, right? No, they can't. No, they oh, they. Netflix canceled their oh, their, their really? kids show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, when when uh, when that stock and everything else took a dump, if you remember, like months ago, that was one of the things that was chopped. Oh, was there was there yeah was their kids show okay. on uh, on on Netflix. Uh, so there's that, and then quickly before we go, hold on here. Um, Oh, there's something else I wanted to do. My brain, I tell you. Age. Shush your mouth. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Sorry, I thought you were asking me. No, it was not what's the matter with me. Open it to the room. It was like, a, oh, what's the matter with <laughs> me? Oh, are we doing me? that? Should we yeah, do let's that? Do that. Oh. No. Oh, that no? sounds like fun. Oh, oh, so more I think it's fun, too. Okay, yeah, go ahead. 925 Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, what do you know about this AI rapper FN Mecca? None. Okay, so FN Mecca is an artificial intelligence musician. So Mm -hmm. he's AI. And Capitol Records signed the character last week, right? I thought I saw something about this on Twitter. So FN Mecca currently has been around for a while. The character has been around for a while. More than 500,000 monthly Spotify subscribers, more than 1 billion views on his TikTok account. Yeah? Okay, so... And completely AI? So, yes. So the voice, the singing voice Uh is a real person. They've said that. Oh, okay? okay. But the lyrics and music are all AI generated. So mm. basically, I guess they throw in themes and examples and all this stuff, and the computer spits out lyrics, and that's what sort of they, uh, what they record to a certain extent. Nobody really knows how much of that is that. Um, but the they so Capitol Records signed this AI artist last week, and then immediately it took like a week before they they dropped uh, they dropped FN Mecca. So here's a clip of an FN Mecca track. Okay, so as soon as Capitol Records said that they signed him, they got a a letter from uh, a black activist group called Industry Blackout. They sent an open letter saying that FN Mecca was offensive and a direct insult to the black community and our culture. They went on to say that FN Mecca is an amalgamation of gross stereotypes, appropriative um, mannerisms that derive from black artists complete with slurs infused in lyrics and included the repeated use of the N-word but was actually the work of a non-black creative team. So FN Mecca was created by a uh, label called Factory New and two guys at the top of that, Anthony Martini and a guy named Brandon Lee. And uh, um, basically white guys created this black artist. And that was the problem with everything okay, is I can that. See that yeah um however anthony martini said that he's defended uh fn mecca talking to the new york times saying that uh, he was actually one of the, the the team that put this together was quote one of the most diverse teams you can get and he said that he was the only white person involved mm. so now the, the 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 debate is you know 
what do you do with AI when the people creating it aren't representative of the character they create, right? I imagine if the use of the N-word was not a prominent part in some of the lyrics, you might not have much of an issue. Firstly, he sounds like the rapper Takashi 6 9 Right. Uh, oh, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, let me like hear him. this again. Now that you say that. Oh, yeah, totally. But you said that the the, the lyrics guy, are AI generated. The guy is the somebody. There's a real person singing. I don't know if anybody actually knows who the real guy is. Um, and they've never said like whether the real guy is. I think the real guy's black. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's what they said. But the lyrics are generated through AI. But the creators of it are white. Mm. So it was this. It's a look at this world, right? Capital Records signing this guy, and this is the this is what's happening now. These artists are going to be signed. These AI artists are going to be like le- le- legit artists. What a world! Then the argument then comes that to, to this right is that when you look at a lot of pop stars. Uh-huh. How many of them are actually representative of the true people they are? And how many of them are actually composites of what a team creates? Like when One Direction was put together. Like when One Direction was put together. Or even BTS. I think they were put together. Even even BTS, something like that. Then that Mm. becomes the argument. What makes this so different? Yeah, it's I, hard to say. The 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 FN Mecca rapper is a black guy, Kyle the Hooligan. You're is right. that who it is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Is there a difference? I don't know if I there's mean, a difference. I don't know if there's a difference. But it's it's interesting because Capitol Records walked this back, and like they they were happy to sign this guy. Hmm. Like they were like, we got him. Like it was a big deal. Oh, that doesn't sound that bad. Uh, I know it's not that great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Aquaman and Shazam. Both those sequels have been pushed back again. Why? So uh, who knows, man? Because WB is going through that whole thing with their scheduling and everything else. So Shazam, uh, sorry, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom pushed back. It was supposed to be March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Is now December twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Oh no! So way more than a year from now. Merry and- Christmas! You just got. Delayed. Yeah, and we uh, and we know that Ben Affleck makes an appearance in that as uh, as Batman, and then uh, the Shazam sequel um, is now moved to March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. They just released the trailer for that at the D was a DC yeah, fandom, or yeah. Comic Con, so. whatever the, the yep. big comic thing a couple yep. weeks ago. And the canceled movie, Batgirl, um, apparently today in uh, Los Angeles on the Warner Brothers lot, there is going to be a screening of what was filmed for the now canceled Batgirl movie. What? Uh, they said that it will be for people who worked on the film, both cast and crew, as well as representatives and executives from Warner Brothers. One source described the, these types of screenings as, quote, funeral screenings oh, no. held before a film is sent off to an undisclosed afterlife with footage being locked in a vault either physically or digitally so it's going so the people involved in it get one chance to sit in a theater and watch what was filmed and then it's going away forever so sad sad. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Nick Cannon uh, yesterday revealed on social media that he is expecting um, his 10th baby. Hey, congratulations, Nick Cannon. Yay, what a surprise. Time stopped. He says uh, time stopped and this happened. 
uh, hashtag sunshine, hashtag sunrise. Um, he captioned the video with him and um, what's his? Uh, Brittany Bell. Like a, Brittany Bell oh, is the mom. He has kids with her already, right? He does. So it's I not believe. Like a, no, another woman. No, Brittany and Nick already have their five-year-old son named Golden mm-hmm. and their one-year-old daughter named Powerful Queen. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the first nice. name? That's I guess that's the name. Powerful Queen. Yeah. Powerful that, Queen Cannon. Yeah. Know, that's like a That's a that's a mouthful to say. Like I understand you want to give your kid like a real, like a strong sounding name. That's almost but. like a diss towards the other like girls in the family, right? Yeah. The sisters. I guess, yeah. You just call her Pow? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. PQ? Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this baby news, by the way, comes less than a month after Nick announced that uh, he and Brie Tiesi uh were uh announced the uh, birth of their son that they named Legendary. Oh, my oh man. <laughs> you can only... Wow. I cannot wait. Not Legend. No. Not Legend. Because that's not enough. Legendary. Yeah. Right? How do you level up? You can't now... Yeah. Like, you're already on this streak of right. these types of names. You can't go now and name your next child, like, Barbara or... No, Doug. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm Moroccan and Mar- Monroe, I'm going to be upset that I didn't get one of those cool names. Oh, that's that's his kids with Mariah, right? Yeah. Moroccan yeah, and Monroe. No, you know what legendary. though? I like those names. Those are yeah, nice. Yeah, I names. like those names. I yeah. like legendary, legendary cannon. Come on, that's that's a name. <laughs> that's legendary. Yeah, that's, no, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Legendary cannon. Jesus, man, what a name. God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, let's uh, check out the new trailer for the uh, new Tom Hanks version of Pinocchio. So the first full-length trailer was released. This is sort of like it's live-action Tom Hanks as Pinocchio with an animated Pinocchio, right? Yes. He's Geppetto. Sorry, he's Geppetto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, Pops. An almost real boy. <laughs> Turn around. Let me get a look at you. I will be right here when you get back. be a puppet anymore that's for sure September 8th yeah. on uh, Disney wow. Plus Day. Chills. <laughs> Did you get chills with that morning? Anything Tom Hanks does gives me chills. Really? Did you guys huh? see the other Pinocchio trailer? The weird one that looked awful. I think it's uh, yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I guess you can't really have an actual person play Pinocchio because the nose would, like has to grow. Yeah, it's weird. But also, he's made of wood, right? Mm-hmm. Like, It's not like Pinocchio was and a real boy. And all the wooden actors are busy right now. Yeah. Doing other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's this union issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't use. Wouldn't you know? Yeah, you can't use uh, wooden actors anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's not allowed. No. They're not allowed. Well, you can, but they can't play wooden characters. <laughs> <laughs> Pine, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, the original Pinocchio came out in what year, Mocha? What year? How oh, old God. did the original Pinocchio movie come out? And by the way, that's the, the When <sighs> You Wish Upon a Star was the Jiminy Cricket song in Pinocchio, which then went on to become the actual theme for all of Disney. 1972? 1972. No 1972. 1940 what? is when the original Pinocchio what? came out. Yeah, 1940. Really? I was going to yeah. guess 65. No, 1940, the original animated Pinocchio came out. It was they based... had animation back then? Yes. It was based on the oh. uh, Italian book, uh, The Adventures of Pinocchio, which was released when? When did The Adventures of Pinocchio come out, Mocha? So if 
the movie came out in what, 19? 1940. So the book, 1935. 1935. 1883? Yeah, that's how old the story. Yeah, pens back then? Oh, for God's sake, you guys. (laughs) Do you remember when your mom used to read that book to you, Roz? Oh. Pinocchio? My mom never read me Pinocchio. Yeah. No. Do you not remember it being on record and you'd read along and then you'd hear the, when you hear the chimes ring like this, it's time yeah. to turn the page. Yeah, I do remember those stupid <laughs> things. But I don't remember my mom. Who remembers their mom reading? How old were you when your mom stopped reading to you? Um, Maybe like... Eight last or week. Nine? Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't because I don't remember. No, I don't have, not last week. Not I don't bad. have one memory of my mom reading to me. I do. Do you? Well, my dad, not Your dad. my mom. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. my mom left we, when I was two. We know two. that. We know that. Okay. <laughs> um, but my dad, Jesus, I remember man, that. We're t- we had we have great conversation. Oh about no, Pinocchio. I can laugh about it. I don't care. Okay. No, I'm. Uh, it's okay, like a so laugh, Daniel, but yeah, just because you can't doesn't mean we can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, you mean. can laugh, but we—if we laugh, then we're devils. Yeah, completely. Right? Like, ha your mom wasn't around to read yeah, you Pinocchio. Right? We're suddenly demons in all of this. But my dad did. Yeah. I remember. How old were you when your dad stopped reading to you? Oh, I would say probably like five. And you don't remember five, Maury? No, I have still images of lying in bed next to him. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, why are you laughing about that, man? Again, I read, I read to my son every single night. Do you before bed? Yes. yes. What do you? What is? What are you reading to him? What's the big book right now? There are. He loves. There is like a kids' version of Back to the Future that he right, loves. Yeah, and the kids' version of. Um, both the guy and girl version of Ghostbusters, yeah, and also Karate Kid. Really? Huh? Yeah. Really? Like this yeah, yeah, kids yeah. version of those? Yeah, Man. they're super cute. I was responsible for reading to my brothers Daniel and Kyle because I I read better than my dad. <laughs> wow, man! Because I did like reading this, voice. This. Uh, what did you read them? Uh, Love you forever. Oh, oh, and they they like the any Robert Munch book. Yeah, I like them. the Robert Munch books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Robert Munch is great. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Selena Gomez, uh, her HBO Max show, Selena Plus Chef, premieres today. Here is a clip of Selena whipping it up in the kitchen. Are you good at cracking eggs? Uh, yeah, actually. Can you do the one-handed egg crack? I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> Let's give it a shot, okay? You just have to be confident with it. Make sure you hit hard enough on a flat surface. Okay. Crack it open. Yeah, go for it. Yeah! Wow. That's there what we call season four, baby. <laughs> that is, wow. That's beautiful. Hey, yeah. Selena Gomez. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dr. Dre talking to a big boy out in L.A. about the, the that first session that he had with Eminem all those years ago. Now, when did when did My Name Is come out? Uh, that came out in 1999. Really? And he signed with Dre... And like recorded everything like a year before, so this would have been ninety eight. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that song was in our lives for that long. To be honest with yeah. you, for sure. I thought for sure that that was a two thousand, like easily two thousand two kind of thing. Nine. It was a nineties track, huh? Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine is when my name is came out. Here's uh, Dre. Is it true, man, that um, you guys recorded my name is? Was that one like y'all first kind of studio session together? That was the first ten minutes. Good Lord, have yeah, mercy. Yeah, you know, I, I had this sample ready because I thought it was something that he would sound good on. I pushed the, I pushed the sample, I pushed the um, play on the drum machine, and he just immediately started with the, hi, my name is, that whole thing, and um, bam, that was it. And we right. recorded four songs that first night, and three of them went on his first album. Man, Man, were you ever concerned about Eminem's lyrics back in the days where you were like, 
Or you just let him be the artist? He made my eyebrows go up a couple yeah, of times. Mine too, and I wasn't even next to him. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.